Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I missed you guys. Mm. Whatever, man. Yeah. You can't keep coming in and out of my life like this. Come on, bro. You know I'm out here trying to make ends meet. Take care of these kids, man. You know, the child support payments don't stop. Hey, man, it's cheaper to keep us. I know. And like you said, everybody's got choices. We all had choices. And uh, my choice was to, to, to pay for my freedom, and I'm paying for it. Okay. That's the advice I can give you. Stop driving your wife. Right? Yeah. Oh, my. Good. Yeah, well, that's why you hold on to her. Uh, happy, what, 11 years? Yeah, 11 you guys, years married. You guys man. went out on a date. I saw that. Went to see uh Hey, have you seen Hamilton? Hamilton? I have not. Oh. I was outside the Pantages Theater last night too. I was right across the street at the W Hotel. I was at the W. We went to I, eat first. I didn't even. Know, I didn't know you were there. I was. I was there last night actually on on a date. Oh, it was. It, it, yeah. So uh, I it I got to get you caught up on all that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, just wiped out. I mean, it's almost <sighs> like the stock market. Like I was doing well. I mean, my my stock was twenty nine raising. It was rising high, man. Then all of a sudden, boys, like somebody put out a report. And all of a sudden, it like just crashed. Yeah, watch out for them reports, man. It crashed that report, and I lost a major stock too, Ephraim. Oh my gosh, I lost one of my favorite stocks. I, oh gosh, that still hurts. I you, can't talk about. That's it. what happens 
Do you yeah. ever have a friend you give sound advice to, mm-hmm. and then they don't heed your advice? Because they and then, and then they come back, and then they're like, "Oh man, it all blew up. Man, if I would have only known." And and, <laughs> and and then you just look at them. You really look at them like, "Wow, man. Uh, okay. Well, I I see you're not gonna pay attention." Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you, player? I'm going to have to, man. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. We'll get into that, man. Let's talk a little NFL football. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salam, uh, Nathan Peterman. Uh, his, yeah. his, that debut ain't going well for him. He might no. get he might get benched before the half. This they dude, suck. he has played a quarter and a half. He shouldn't even been playing. And he, he shouldn't have been. Tyrod been. Taylor is on the sidelines like, yep. I told you. I, I think he got a cigar. He got a cigar and some house uh, shoes on. You got to know Tyrod Taylor is geek right now. Yeah, just yeah. on the inside. Just like, that is just like, you he's know so why? happy. You Even know why? his team is down by 10 Be- points. Because Tyrod Taylor has been with him since he's been in the league. They've been in practice, in meetings. So he knows exactly. Look at him sitting there next to him with his helmet on. Not even... I'm not going to even. Because he's laughing. He is laughing. He's laughing right now. He don't want to be seen. He don't want the cameras to see him smiling right, so, and laughing. So what happens Tyrod- in the NFL... And I've, I've been through this before. Um, I think it was my third year in Atlanta. They drafted a, a kid out of SC. I think he played primarily guard. They drafted and, and, who? And some tackle. And they were going to make him the starting right tackle over me. And I was like, what? I said, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is during the era where it was all about competition. So I knew he didn't have a grasp of the offense. I knew he wasn't the brightest guy <laughs> in the room. <laughs> yeah, he had the physical capabilities, but that's only part of it when it comes to getting out there in, in games and in and, and full speed. And so I just was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <whistles> Go out the first game. Ooh, nah, that, doesn't look, that doesn't look too good. They're going to get a kid a second chance, second game. Ooh, <laughs> no, no, no. That is awful. Uh, that was the end of that experiment. So let me ask you a question. As a you still you're still on the team. Yeah. You still want to win. Yep. You want to win, not necessarily for the guy that's replacing you or your head coach that made that decision, but for your teammates who are going out there putting it on the line every day. Yes. But I want I want to win because I'm a winner. I understand. Period. But is there a part of you? Isn't there still a part of you that when you see the person that they felt was better than you that they put in your place struggle? Is there a part of you, you you kind of feel bad for the kid because he didn't ask to be put in that situation? Shouldn't have ever been put in that situation. But, but isn't there a part of you that's like, hmm, you, you kind of, th- there's a satisfaction that kind of goes the, into it the, a little bit. The right? satisfaction doesn't go towards the team losing right. or the guy. It goes to the fact that now the coaches have to admit that they're wrong. They, exactly. So there's a, a because we never we, ne- we never get to have that type of, leverage over a coach, right? Mm-hmm. They control all the cards. True. Like my my dad and I called him and I was like, man, I, I don't want I can't take this anymore. He was like, look here, boy. Mm. He said That's how he said it to you. He said, what can you control? Look here, boy. And I said, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. He was like, what can you control? Mm-hmm. He said, you can't control when, where, and how long you play. The only thing you can control is your attitude and how you play when you get in there. Mm. You're a professional. They paying you. They paying you well. You prepare yourself. And when 
you're back on that field, you control how you play. That was it. Bottom line. It's great and advice. I said, I said, all right, Pops. And then I I, I let it go. Mm-hmm. Got my opportunity again. Re, re, returned to form. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is what that's what competition is all about. Sometimes it even motivates you when you it get does, that second it opportunity. It absolutely motivates you. And it you. looks like Tyrod Taylor probably going to get his. He's, well, of course. I mean, so when you put in a situation like you're tw- it's 23 to 7. Well, they're reviewing this one to see. He they uh, uh, Touchdown by the Chargers. His, four, his right forearm may have been down. It don't matter. It Either way, they're going to score. But he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does have four picks. So, so Nathan, Nathan Peterman. It's done. He's com- done. He's completed four year. passes. To the All Buffalo to the Bills. No, four passes to his teammates, four yeah. passes to the other guys. Well, he's thrown three. nine. So one pass has hit the ground. Man, <laughs> Unfortunately, he's accurate. Yeah. I can tell you yeah. that. Yeah. He's accurate. He, he's finding his – he's fine. He's putting it right between the numbers. And, and, he, and they're bad interceptions too. And, and once again, you feel bad for the kid because now you may have destroyed his confidence. Fifth-round pick, rookie, starting – I mean, this, this is probably the worst – this has to be the worst debut in NFL history. Yeah, for and, any and, quarterback. And at the quarterback position, it may be hard to bounce back from that. Right? So, say he – well, he probably won't play for the rest of the year into next year. Whenever he gets an opportunity again, this game will always be in his mind. Well, if he goes back out there, and this is something that I already know that the Bills – I knew this at the beginning of the season when they traded away their receivers and Sammy Watkins – and then when they started off, they won six games, and they're in the playoffs. That's one thing. The Bills, right now, if the season were to end, they would be the sixth seed. They're in the playoffs. Two weeks ago, they trade one of their better defense, defensive players, they're trying, Marcel Darius. They're trying to right? tank. The Bills' defense starts to struggle. And then Tyrod Taylor, who had a good game two weeks ago, terrible game last week. Oh, here's an excuse for us to bench Tyrod so we can tank even further. Look, they, they sending uh, they sending them back out there to the wolves. No, they are they. They're are sending they, them back out there it, to the wolves. They're gonna send them back. And out this there. this this will let you know touchdown did this, count. This by this will let you know twenty four seven that coaches really don't care. Oh my god! Oh, he's going back out there. He no. really don't care. No, don't send him back out there. Oh my gosh! Now that ball was. Off it doesn't matter. Hands. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but it still counts. As, oh, and that's just a terrible throw right there. They're showing all four of his interceptions. And yeah, and well, look, he's under pressure, but he's still making those throws. He's not look. Oh, right to the. Mm, that is that's bad. So what happens? That's bad when you have an inexperienced quarterback, mm-hmm. and you have an offensive line that uh, isn't playing well. Get the ball to Shady McCoy, please. Just give it. Absolutely, but what that does is you develop bad habits. So now he doesn't even have an opportunity to go through his progression and his reads. They just so, put up the, the stat that said first rookie quarterback throw four plus interceptions in his debut since Ryan Lindley back in 2012. But I don't think Ryan Lindley threw four interceptions in his first nine passes of the game. No, Ryan Lindley was bad. He was San Diego State, but good lord, I, I mean, used to, I, yeah, I mean, I, but I will say this: he's an excellent quarterbacks coach now. He uh, has uh, um, a business where guys coming out of college they go to him and he, he puts him. He, he does a great job at that. It's not for everybody. You know, professional sports isn't for everybody. He's throwing again. Oh, it's a completion. Good Lord. Oh, scary. Oh, gosh. All right. I'll see. Five yards. Oh, gosh. He's got five five yards now. He's throwing the ball. They're letting him throw the ball. Add to his total of uh, 41 yards. Wow. What if he, you know what? 
Maybe this what if is, he comes may, out? May, here's the what thing. if he, for the rest of the game, he throws seven intercepts? I mean, seven uh, touchdowns. That and wow. 450 yards that from be, here on out. That will be quite the story. That's pretty much the that only way he can erase this. And then you know, here's the thing. Then you look at his head coach and like, hey, you know what? Wow, that's that means a lot. He gave this kid, even though he threw four interceptions in his first nine passes, he threw him back out there oh, Lord. and he gave an opportunity. Ooh, that was almost picked off too. Oh my God! Yeah. If you're a San Diego defender right now, you're like, man, I'm about to make the Pro Bowl. All you got to do dude. is, I would never touch a receiver. I would let him run freely. Mm-hmm. I would put the onus on my front seven to get pressure, which they're doing every mm-hmm. play. Look at this right here, and then just attack the ball. Wow, that, that should have been picked. picked. That should have been picked. Oh my God! Oh, gosh. he dropped it. He dropped the interception. That should have been picked, dude. Yeah, you, you got to take him out now. You got to take him out. This dude is soiling his pants. All right, enough of that. Let's talk about a team, man. We're piling on. We're piling on. No, we'll get we're back to it. We're piling on. This is fun. I can't wait until uh, – no, that's right. He's a, he's not a Bills fan. He's a Chargers fan. My man, uh, Nick. Nick. Is Nick at this game? Nick's not at this game? Okay, he'll be in here later. <laughs> no, not this one. All right, who – our intern is – our intern is a Bills fan? Andrew, he's a Chargers. Uh, Chargers, fan. Chargers fan. Oh, he's a Chargers fan. Okay, uh, we should call Steve Wilson. We should call our buddy Steve Wilson. Oh, my God. You know, we should call him. Should we? Can we call Steve? We'll call my boy Steve Wilson, comedian. He comes on the show every now and then. I just want to get his perspective. Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia. Boy, a couple t- couple weeks ago, he was beating on that chest. Wasn't boy. he? Wasn't he? When they were 6-2? Yes. He so was we, beating on that chest. You got to get a Bill's perspective, uh, a Bill's fan's perspective, man. It's Mike Hill. It's E from Salam. We're uh, Fox. I'm, I'm happy to be back with you, man. It's good to have you. I, I, need, I need it because I'm going to have to talk to the love doctor a little bit <laughs> later once again, man, because, oh, my gosh. I you just, don't listen. Huh? You don't listen. I I do you listen. You do not listen. I, I just, no, you don't. I'm hard-headed, man. I listen. want to. I'm trying. I really – I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you during the break. I'm not going to put it on the air. But I might do it a little bit later on the air. Right. But I'm going to talk to you first because I did something last night that was uncharacteristic for me. <laughs> I, I felt like I was – I felt like the woman that I usually treat like somewhere. I, I felt like I was in that situation. I was like, what? I did what women usually do to me. I asked that specific question. So, uh, are you uh, so you you you, you seeing somebody else? <laughs> or are we are we to well? First rule in dating: mm-hmm. don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer. No, to. I it wasn't it wasn't necessarily First rule, but it wasn't necessarily about and see, see it, it was more about me trying to do the right thing. I'm asking that question like, okay, so we've been kicking it for a while. A good three weeks, you know what I'm saying? Which is cool for me, which is a long time for me. And I'm like, um, you know, we we having a good time or whatever. And since I'm trying to do the right thing, if you're seeing somebody else, that's cool. I just want to know if you're seeing somebody else because then I'll go out here and do my thing and there won't be an issue. But if you're not seeing anybody else and you don't think I'm seeing someone else, I don't want to be that guy. And that's what I was trying to ask her. And I think it came across as if, I'm trying to check on her to see, you know, what she's up to. And that's and, and that's not the case. So I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to see if like, okay, if I like you, you know, like let me, let me I'm gonna cut everybody else off. Didn't come off that way. Didn't come off that way. Uh we're gonna get into uh Drew Brees, baby. Mm. The, oh, wow. Somebody not a Saints fan in here? Hottest team in football right now. Are they the best team in the NFC? Sorry, Eagles fans. I was on Eagles Philadelphia radio about three weeks ago because they went off on me. Because I said, remember when I said three weeks ago, I was like, I just something I don't believe in the Eagles. Right, yeah. 
So they had to have me on Philadelphia radio and kind of rip me. But that's cool. So maybe the Saints, maybe the Vikings, maybe the better team in the NFC. It's something we'll discuss. And after the Saints win today, the they might be destined. Don't forget about the Rams either now. Yeah. Okay. I won't. Coming up game. next. That was a tough game. That was a good game. It was on the road, too. Rams still tough there. Game. They're going to win the NFC West. Don't worry about it. They're going to get in the playoffs. They're going to get in the playoffs. I know you predicted it. Well, Ephraim, that's what I do. One eighteenth psychic. Well, I also know what you do on Sunday night football with your picks too. I yeah. Remember, I know you're you're picking in Vegas. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh you know. Yeah, you know my my friend is all you're in last place. Right? Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, you're bad. I'm awful. Anyway, so that's what you do. <laughs> Mike Hill, Ephraim Slam, hanging out with you on Fox Sports Radio. What's happening? It's week eleven of the NFL season. Man, this season's flying by. Yes, it's it's speeding wow. by. I really, man, I'm telling you, man, I was on, I've been on the road the last two weeks. What did I, oh, like, well, last week I was here. Yeah, I, you just took off. No, I did not take off. I know, I saw I, you working. I had to work. Fox, I saw you working. I was on Fox NFL Sunday, by the way. I saw I, you. While I was doing game breaks. Well, well, Let's I, go to I, Mike I heard, Hill in L.A. All right, I heard you. Hey, break. thank you. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Peyton, oh. uh, Peyton Manning just threw a 97-yard touchdown to where did we go back to 2008? Brubaker, <laughs> back to you guys yeah. in the studio. Yeah, thanks, Mike Hill. Hey, the Saints, the hottest team in the NFL, going Ooh. for eight in a row. <laughs> That's how it up. Gosh, they are on fire, dude. Did okay? Let's talk they about were, this. They were down 15 points. Let's talk about okay. This. Talk about all right. It. Mm-hmm. So, Drew Brees is. A surefire Hall of Fame. Absolutely. First right? ballot. First ballot. The first ballot. Not yep. even a question. Yep. The numbers he's put up over his career. Mm-hmm. Multiple 5,000 yards. It's it's nothing for Drew Brees to throw for 5,000 yards. Nothing. It's 5'11", maybe. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dumbest thing Chargers ever did, number one. Uh, number two Ooh. is the fact that they now – have the ability to run the ball. Oh, gosh. Yes. And I'm not talking Speak on 70, it. 80 yards, squeak out maybe a 100-yard game. Mm-hmm. Last week, they almost had 300 yards rushing, six rushing touchdowns. Six. How many How many rushing touchdowns? Six. Ooh. So now, you, now you're looking at it like, okay, that's, that's an anomaly. That's mm-hmm. not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And it may never happen again. But what it did was it instilled confidence, mm-hmm. not only in the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but also in those guys up front, the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Because once you come off a game like that and you feel no matter – and they were stacking the box. Mm-hmm. You got eight, nine men in the box. Mm-hmm. It's designed to stop the run. Mm-hmm. If you can impose your will on an eight, nine defensive box as an offensive lineman – you feel there's nothing the defense can do to stop you, right? Which opens up now. You got to bring the safeties down in the box. You get single high safety, and we know what Drew Brees does to single high safety. Yeah, three hundred eighty-five yards. Yeah, two touchdowns. Oh, facts. Right, facts. They rushed the ball for a hundred and sixty yards. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, a lot of that. Eleven carries, hundred and thirty-four yards, a touchdown. Yeah. Balling. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, his it, they're they're going to be difficult to beat. 
They are. And you know Seriously. who was there to witness that great comeback as the Saints won their eighth in a row? Hottest team in the NFL right now. Could be the best team in the NFC. No disrespect to the Philadelphia Eagles. But when you say no disrespect, you are disrespecting them pretty much. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. No disrespect to Aaron Andrews keeping her on hold because I know she wants to get to her destination. Hanging out with us here on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Aaron? How are you doing? What's up, guys? Hold on two seconds. I'm just trying to get my order in before we take off, guys. That's I'm gonna funny. Get the chicken. I'm gonna get the chicken. Hey, right. can I can Did I get, get some that? chicken too, Aaron? Can I? I need some. I want dark meat, bro. potato salad, chicken, and get, right. I want a side yeah. salad. Where are you? Where, what, what what restaurant are you in, Aaron? Oh please, we're just at the uh, we're at the lovely New Orleans airport. I mean, it, it doesn't get more like sexy than this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll get you a couple of drinks. Yeah, I mean, I uh, loved it. Okay, go ahead. I'll have a white wine, a white wine and chicken, guys. Yeah, like a Pinot Grigio sounds this fantastic. Sauvignon Blanc, perfect. This is mm. amazing. Thanks, guys. I love it. I love it. This is amazing. What's happening? It makes me want to drink. You know huh? what? Look at that. That's a, You know, the Saints are celebrating right now, eight in a row, uh, getting right. the job done. Well, just give us an idea of what it was like being uh, in the Superdome today as they uh, came back from uh, 15 down. In the second half. Well, it was crazy. I mean, you know, 15, they were up, what, by Washington's up by 15 with less than three minutes left in the game. And, you know, it was so interesting because I was sitting there thinking, wow, this is huge for Washington. I mean, they just lost Chris Thompson mm-hmm. uh, for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, their lucky Kurt Cousins didn't get hurt. And then it just slowly, slowly started to slip away. And it was funny because uh, Sean Payton had said to us on Friday that this team hadn't come down to a wire situation. These, this young defense, these young kids, they hadn't really handled adversity yet, except for when they started the season 0-2. So it was like as they started to come back and as they were perfect on those last two drives to tie it up, it was like, okay, okay, they finally got a little adversity, and here we go. It was awesome. I'm trying to get Fox to send me my post-game interview with Mark Ingram. Apparently, I remember him losing his mind, but I covered Mark, you know, in college when mm-hmm. he was in Alabama, and I've always I've always loved that guy, and I'm so happy for him. It's just what an exciting time for them when you've got a passer like Drew Brees, and then you've just got this incredibly, you know, two-back running back situation. It's awesome. What is that in, in your, you know, pregame meetings, uh, speaking to the guys, what have they said about the ability to run the, the ball as, as well as they have? Because they haven't had that in, in quite some time. What does that do to the, the flow of the offense? Well, they said it. they were adorable, by the way. I did a pregame interview with them and Alvin and Mark, and they were just talking about, you know, that Buffalo game, the game before this one, about the time that they ran the ball 24 straight times in the game. And, and Troy Aikman had said, I have never seen that before in my life. Were you guys tired? And they said, we didn't even know we ran the ball that much. We were just having so much fun. And Mark Ingram was talking about how this is just so good for the team. It gives their defense a blow. Their defense gets jacked up. You know, it, it gives Drew Breeze a minute. He's able to read some things out there. And it just really, everybody starts to feed off the energy when they're just pounding and pounding and pounding. And we were saying on the escape over here as we were driving to the airport that this, you know, rookie running back, Camara, mm-hmm. he just runs violent man he just goes out there and just gashes these lines it's pretty awesome to see up close and personal getting rid of adrian peterson might be the best thing for the saints this season meanwhile they, and they admitted on. that it did i mean oh, wow. and they they admitted in my sit-down interview that that's i guess mark ingram sent a text message to alvin that night and said let's go this is our time let's go because they admit when they had had 
AP, they didn't really know what they were doing at that time. You know, it's like, okay, how is this going to work with the three of us? And you know Adrian Peterson and, and any back. They they want the ball. They want to carry the ball. We saw what that looked like on the sidelines when he was going after Peyton. And it's even cool with Mark Ingram just talking about sharing these carries with this young rookie. And he said, look, it's good for me to have this young guy here because he's fresh, he's energetic, he's young, people like him, and it makes me work hard as the older vet. So, wow, it's an awesome, awesome mixture they have. And, of course, don't forget they have this defense that's clicking as well. Yeah. Of course, they, they gave up these points to Washington. They need to get this rookie Lattimore healthy. But they're they're clicking on all cylinders here, guys. A much improved uh, Saints defense. Uh, meanwhile, talking to Erin Andrews of Fox Sports and her Pinot Grigio and her chicken. Hanging out yes, in New Orleans Airport right now. Gotta, <laughs> gotta inhale all of that before I get into a ballroom dress tomorrow. I mean, we got the two night finale for Dancing with oh. the Stars. So if I'm eating that fried chicken, I'm definitely going to be wearing a lot of spanks tomorrow. Look, that you, is a definite. It is some kind of job that we have that we're friends and we hang out with superstars. Like I, Aaron I, Andrews, I, right? I, I mean, agree. Like she, she calls into our show and do. I know a- Aaron, when are they going to let some offensive linemen do Dancing with the Stars? I yeah. mean, what's going on? I wanted Joe Staley to be on our show so bad. I want my—I know Michael Bennett's not an offensive lineman, but I just want a lineman in general. I love linemen. Hey, I'll take it. I'd love to get T.J. Lang. I mean, come on. If you have you seen Ephraim? Have you seen Ephraim dance? I, I mean, can dance. My I mean, wife is a dancer. Yeah, his wife Good. danced with Beyonce Gracious. and Rihanna, so she could teach him some moves as well. Well, you know I'm into that all the way. So, single ladies, I mean, put your hands up. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing. Like, let's just get our casting director on line one. Why don't you text me after the show? I'll give your information to our casting director. It'll be a lot of fun. Let's make it happen. That's what's happening. EA, thanks so much for your time. Heck yeah, guys. Enjoy your chicken. Enjoy your pina grigio. Have a safe flight back to L.A. Appreciate you guys. All All right. right. Take care. Aaron Andrews hanging out. After the Saints, when they're eight in a row, trying to get uh, E from Salam on Dancing with the Stars. You, hey, you got her was, number? She said text her. I, I, I know yeah. people. I, well, you know people that know I know people. people. I, I got her number, too. I, kind of a big have, deal. Well, okay. I do, yeah. I, I, I can get it. I think so. <laughs> hey, that was, how amazing was that, her ordering her food? before? Yeah, I, I mean, love that. That, that, was, that was great. That's what I was like, what are you ordering? You know, that was great. Pinot Grigio, some, some chicken. Gris. And hey, she man. said fried chicken. She didn't say any of the little baked chicken. Hey. She didn't say any rotisserie chicken. Sometimes she said you gotta, Sometimes you got to knock the edge off, man. A little, uh-huh. little white wine spritzer, uh-huh. you know, as you uh, sit up in first class and, and, and enjoy a hard day of uh, work. That's another thing. Like when she gets on the plane, because first class, you're going to get free drinks anyway. Free hey. drinks in first class, free meal. But she And another get, meal. And she's going to get some, but she wanted some fried chicken. And yeah, she but you know, you got to be. Is Aaron Andrews black? That's what sisters, sisters like the white sweet wine, and we loved. I know it's a stereotype. She you, put it out there, you're but it's so bad. No, right but now. I'm sorry, but it's so bad. Hold on. <laughs> I like baked chicken. I like baked All chicken right? too. I love baked chicken, but I'm saying it's like that was like the whole the Pinot Grigio. What's that other uh, white wine that's really sweet that they love? Riesling. Riesling. Oh my gosh, boy, that is like my wife loves Riesling. That, that is sugar <laughs> in a wine glass. That's pretty much. Uh, cake you know what's sugar in the wine glass the saints man and their ability to 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 be a dual offensive threat that's that's crazy to me man i'm telling you she hit it spot on remember yep. what we we're talking about like adrian peterson being in that locker room with those two mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. it just was too much because you know as mark mark ingham came, came off one of his best years mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then you bring in someone like adrian peterson who's going to want the ball yes so psychologically yep you're thinking, okay, well, where do I fit in? Mm-hmm. And then they draft this young, energetic kid. 
uh, Kamara, and they're high on him as well. So Mark Ingram's kind of in the middle, like, uh, I don't know. First game, they, you know, eight carries here, nine carries there, four carries. You get no rhythm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel good. Then Adrian Peterson blows up like, yo, look, you didn't bring me here to do this. I need 20, 30 carries a game. Mark Ingram's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, we don't yes. even throw the ball that much. Exactly. I mean, uh, pass the, I mean, run, run the ball, ball that yep. much. So you can't get all of the carries. Right. And so the contention was there. We saw how he uh, uh, blew up with, with Sean Payton mm-hmm. on the sideline. So just imagine, that was on national TV. Mm-hmm. So just imagine what was going on. In the meeting rooms, behind closed doors. That's what I'm doors. saying. So you, Mark Ingram, you've been there, what, four or five years yeah. now? You've been like, man, hey, bro, I've You're been hitting here. your stride now. I, I, I he know. just threw another interception. No, he didn't. Yep. Nathan uh, Peterman did not just throw another just threw another interception. No, he did not yes. just throw another. What in the hell is going Man. Who in the hell left the gate open? Y'all don't. It's 34 to 7 right now. Get Steve Wilson on the phone. Jesus another on the main line. Oh, my Tell him God. what you need. They are taking pictures in the end zone. They are. I'm serious. The uh, Bills secondary gonna make the Pro Bowl. The whole secondary. Gonna, they, I mean, they, I mean, the, the Chargers secondary. They just set him down and said, "Son, take your helmet off." The whole defense about to make the Pro Bowl off this. this Son, kid. look at it. He's take, done. Take your helmet He's off. He's done. He might. They your just services. They destroyed this boy's Here career in one half of football. Friend. Oh my gosh. If they send him back out there, this is abuse. <sighs> Oh my if, God. if they send him back out there, that they is can't. just a, that's abuse. That is abuse. That is abuse. They can be held. And, for, and they should. They be. can be held for abuse charges. Yeah, they got to check him for a concussion at least, because you know his mind. Even though he ain't getting hit in the head, his head is just ringing right now. Oh, Joey Bosa is destroying oh him. Oh my gosh, David Gaston. You know when you when you get hit, you just want to just lay there. Yeah. Mama said there'll be days like this. Mama said, Mama, not like this, though, David Gascon. Man. Good lordy lord. This cat is getting lit up. Going right to left. It's a passing down. Peterman. And that is picked off. Casey Hayward with another interception. His second of the afternoon. Just dove in front of Deontay Thompson. And what a day this Chargers defense is having. Boy, Shannon said it. Gus Bradley looking like a kid on Christmas morning. Yeah, Chargers Radio Network. That was the fourth INT, but as you guys just mentioned, five picks now in the game. <laughs> Bills are getting <laughs> rubbed in Carson. 34-7 to by the L.A. Chargers. Shout out to Tyrod Taylor. I'm just going to shout out to Tyrod. <laughs> well, in Mexico, Raiders were on the move. Turn the football over on the goal line. Patriots in front. A third and goal to go from the five. Brady with hand signals to Amendola to the right, along with Dorsett. Takes the snap, looks left. Brady, pressure to his right. Rolls, throws back of the end Ooh. zone. Touchdown, Danny Amendola, who heaves the ball high to the stands. Under a minute to play in the first half, and New England leads 14 to nothing. Your, your executive producer is... Uh, Running onto incoming traffic right now on Sepulveda. It's <laughs> that bad for a Raiders homer. Don't do it, Rob. Man, Bengals leading the Broncos in the Mile High City, 13-7. A couple of shocking upsets earlier today. This to win the game in overtime. Wing the hole. Diossi with the snap. It's clean. Kick on its way, and it is good. And the Giants what? have upset the Kansas City Chiefs in what? overtime. Boo. 12-9 to to earn their second win of the season. Self-hatred. And what get are their they first doing? win at home. Giants Radio Network. Up to that point, Andy Reid was 16-2 and after a bye week. Yeah. 
Man, crazy. Falls in that one. Saints come from behind. They were down, as you mentioned, 15 points with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and they shot the Redskins in overtime, 34-31. Drew Brees, 385 yards passing, a couple TVs. Mark Ingram, just 11 carries for a buck 34, and he also got into the end zone once. Fellas? All right, David Gascon. Thanks, David. Appreciate that, man. Wow. Wow. Okay. I tell you what, man. We're gonna, it, man, I'm telling you, if Nathan Peterman go back out there, I'm just going to shut can't. the TV off, bro. He can't. I can't look at this abuse. He's going into halftime, and he may not come back out. Yeah, he might just take his pads off. He might good. just, you know, hey, guys, I'm going to just I'm gonna hang back. I'm pretty, okay. Yeah, his parents probably calling him right. His parents probably like, no, take him out. <sighs> it's a, what was that movie in Rocky? Like, go in the damn towel. Rocky 4. Go in the damn towel. Rocky 4. <laughs> yeah. I must break you. Oh, oh I my must gosh. Break you. Just throw in the damn towel. Yeah, they got they can't do this to this kid, man. Oh I mean, my gosh. That's so wrong. On the road. Get Steve. Hey, Rob, get Steve Wilson on the phone, man. On the road, down by 30 points. You've thrown five interceptions. This is crazy. You, it it's uh, the experiment is over. Yeah. Now what would be crazier is if they insert Tyrod Taylor, they come all we are playing the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They come all the way back and win this game. Wouldn't that be so charger like? Oh would my be god. No, the wouldn't, essence they bring in Tyrod the Los Angeles. They had Chargers. to bring in Tyrod Taylor after picking off this rookie five times in the first half, going up what it's 34 it's, 7 right it's now? 30. 30, it's 30. It's 37 30, to 7. 37 to 7. And then Tyrod Taylor comes in and engineers this amazing – oh, they also lost Travis Benjamin, too. He got carted off. Yes. Remember, they just got him a couple yep. of weeks ago. Yep. Wow. Um, hmm. I'm a little upset, man. I ain't going to lie to you. A little upset. And I should should be happy. You know when your team You wins should be game, excited. I should be happy. I'm not happy, though. Man. I'm frustrated. I just don't know what to think, man. After giving up 30-some-odd points to the San Francisco 49ers and C.J. Beathard. He's a weapon. C.J. Beathard? You give up. Your defense looked uninspired. Like you quit. Like you don't want to be there. Your offense has been terrible all season long. Special teams just as bad. And then you come out and you show some effort. You give a performance like you did at home against the Kansas City Chiefs holding an explosive offense, and Alex Smith, who's having a great season, to six points. Yeah. How in the hell is that possible? And where has it been all season long? And why is it just showing up right now? I know they had, like, this meeting, and and, and Ben McAdoo had, you know, put out this little, you know, I'm putting it on the line, and he's going to be strict. And, wh- 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 why, why now? Why now? Because you have pride. As players they, 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 and as coaches, pride. you, you, you should have had pride when you started off 0-5. What, what was the pride then? Start off 0-5 when you had Super Bowl aspirations. When you start, Come on. When you lost your first two or three games, what was the pride then when you still had a healthy roster? So what do you want them to do now? I, I really want them to tank. So you, I want, really the, you want the first pick in the I, draft? I want everybody gone. Well, I want every, every – get, get the, out. The Cleveland Browns – will have to just stop playing football well, if you want the New York Giants to be worse than them. No, here's the thing. To have the opportunity to get the let first me, pick. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Oh, you're going to trade Eli to, no, 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 to no, Cleveland? No, no, no. Oh, 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 I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do Eli like that. Why? I 
Because why? I, look, he did win two Super Bowls. But you think they love Eli? No, no. I'm just saying I wouldn't do. They I got would, rid of Jerry Rice. They I got would, rid of Joe Montana. Man, I would not send Jason Whitlock to Cleveland. I'm saying I'm just yeah, like, you would. I, I wouldn't even do yes, that. Yes, you him. would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah, you know, you I, 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 I look. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't put anybody through that kind of suffering. LeBron, Lebron's than, there. I just no. I mean, that's he's playing for the Cavs. He won't be there long. Who, he'll me? Be gone. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll be gone next year. I'm saying so. I'm looking at it like this. So even if the Giants have the second worst record in the National Football League behind the Cleveland Browns, mm -hmm. I don't mind having a second pick in the NFL mm, draft. Okay. Why? Because we know the Browns are, are going to screw, screw it up. up. That's true. They're going to screw it up. All right. They're going to screw it up some kind of way. So if I got the second pick, all right, go ahead. Y'all had well your first, have the pick. first Go right. ahead and have the first pick. And if the Browns got the first pick, I might pick, as well have the first pick. They're going to pick a receiver. They're going to pick they, somebody they, they, dumb. You know, no, no disrespect to Miles Garrett, like Miles Garrett. Hey, how's they he been doing this year? Yeah, it was first. Yeah, he's been all right. I mean, his first play of the game, he, what, he had a sack. So, how first, many, so that means he has, what, 15 sacks no, this year? He, no, I think he's he had a fumble recovery today. Oh, okay. What else has he done? Uh, well, it's Cleveland. Nobody hmm. cares. Okay. What, was, what was Deshaun Desha Watson doing? The, Deshaun Kaiser is. Oh. Yeah, well, Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Watson was yeah. Oh, he was available with yeah, that pick. But, but you know ahead. what? I'm glad Deshaun Watson didn't go to Cleveland because I've said it time and time again. Cleveland is where quarterbacks' careers go to die. It is. You're not going to survive as a quarterback in Cleveland. They're jinxed. It doesn't matter who goes there. Aaron Rodgers could be miraculously – like, hey, you know what? Man, we're just going to rebuild in Green Bay, uh, Cleveland, get rid of all their draft choices next year. Hey, we want Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't make the Pro Bowl in Cleveland. Just, 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 I just really feel that way because it is jinxed in Cleveland when it comes to quarterback play. It's jinxed in Cleveland. They are one and what? They, they won one game last year, and they're 0-10 now. And so Ouch. one in there for their last 25 – 1-25 in their last 26 games? And this is the National Football League where one of the things we love about the league is parity. Yep, any given in any given Sunday. Yeah, unless you're in Cleveland. Any given Sunday. It's every every given do, Sunday you are going to that lose. Much. Yep. It's hard, man. That is that is a tough existence, man. Oh my gosh. Uh uh. I'm gonna talk about Jay Cutler. Don't want to, but I have to. Because he uh did he get benched or did he – well, did they say, hey, you uh, got a concussion, man. Technically. Your he head hurts. Concussion. Yeah, Jay uh, – uh, bro, Adam Gates was like, man, who? Oh, hey, yeah. yeah. Well, I told you got a, he got a concussion because he got, like, demons running around his head right now. They don't know what's happening. with they. He need a psychiatric, psychiatric evaluation. 12 passes, three interceptions. Yeah, and then, like, oh, halftime all of a sudden. Hey, he's not going to play he's in second feeling half. feeling well. He's in concussion protocol. That is true. They're they're fighting. Nathan Peterman and Jay Cutler are fighting for the worst quarterback of the day. Well, they're slugging it out. No, nah, well, we knew that with Jay Cutler. I just really feel bad. We're going to get Steve Wilson on the phone, talk about his Buffalo Bills, and have the seven-second delay on because he's a comedian. He curses, and we can't have that. But, you know, uh, we'll talk more about the Bills, keep you up to date on that. And, what's oh, the Patriots doing what the Patriots are doing. Raiders just – It's just, not even – My man yeah. Rob G didn't want to talk about that. They're in Mexico, too. Can you say losers in Spanish, too? Wow. Oh, wow. That's – And we've been on the air for almost an hour. Thanks to Nathan Peterman 
talking a lot about him, Saints and their exploits. Man, uh, we didn't really get to the game of the day, which we will at the top of the hour. The game of the day that was going into it. Now, the Saints became the game of the day. But right. The Vikings and your uh, L.A. Rams. Rams. That was yeah. a big game. Big game for them. We'll but, talk about it next time. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it at the top of the hour because uh, you got to look at the Vikings right now. and I mean, As a matter of fact, look at the Vikings, the Saints, and look at the Rams. Look at these three teams. You know, three teams, if you would have said they would have the record at this point in the season, people would have been like, there's no way. Not the Rams, even though you said the Rams are going to the playoffs this year. Which they will. Yeah, they'll go to the playoffs. They're going to win the NFC West. I mean, the, the, the Seattle is pretty – I don't know. Seattle might not even make the playoffs this year. I mean, you lose a guy like Cam Chancellor. You already lost Richard Sherman. You know, offense ain't really clicking the way it should be or whatever. That's huge. And you saw how the defense even kind of struggled last year when Earl Thomas got knocked out for the season. So, yep. that and that's that's big. Yeah, big game tomorrow. Yeah, huge game tomorrow. So – uh, Rams should win the NFC West, even though they lost today in Minnesota. But if you look at that, the Rams, the way they're starting off, especially offensively with Jared Goff and what he's able to do, even though they played a great Vikings team, which has one of the best, maybe the best defense in the National Football League. Probably going on record to say is the Vikings got the best defense in the National Football League. Yeah. Some good ones. Philadelphia's playing good opportunistic football. Jacksonville's got a good defense down there. Uh, we know what the Broncos can do if they had an offense, but, you know, <laughs> but. Uh, at this point, the Vikings with Mike Zimmer, best defense, National Football League, in my opinion. So, not a bad loss for the Rams to go in there and that defense, as stifling as it is, hold them at bay. I mean, it was a big-time defensive game both ways. Yeah, and the Rams you played know, good defense, it, it, too. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't one of those, oh, they're outmatched uh, by any stretch of the imagination because defensively, they were going blow for blow, and I know that final score uh, doesn't indicate that. But, you know, up until all the way through the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter, it was a 7-7 game. Yeah, they period. scored 17 points in the fourth quarter, the Vikings did. I mean, so, uh, but if you look at it, think about the Vikings now, 8-2, and 5-1 and one at home, and they're basically playing with a third-string quarterback, if you think about it. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford out. So, I mean, Bridge, Bridgewater's back. I understand that. But, you know, hey, and, and shout out to Case Keenum. Case doing what Keenum he needs to do. has made he, – he's made it a tough decision. Yep. And, and as, as a backup, that's what you want to do. That's the got, only thing you want to do. And I like that Adam Thielen kid, man. Oh, God. He's I, amazing. I like him, man. I really – I, I like Stephon Minnesota Stephon State Diggs. or something like that? Yeah. I mean, just they're playing good football. Right now, I mean, once again, led by that defense, but Case Keenum doing what he needs to do. But that's surprising because it's like Case Keenum was a Ram last year, and you know how he struggled with the Rams, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a whole offense struggle. But you don't expect Case Keenum to go in there and be the leader of a team that's eight and two, even though they got a good uh, defense. Absolutely, Rams. Not. You didn't expect to be what seven and three now, seven and three, because of what they they won three whole games last year, and the Saints to be the hottest team in football right now to have won eight in a row. After an 0-2 start, and once again, we talked about it, surprisingly, that running game's going. You knew Drew Brees was going to be able to do what he had to do. Defense showed up. And the defense is much improved. I mean, I know the defense gave us some yards today, but the defense is so much. And the defense, give credit where credit is due, because at the end of the game, when the Skins were trying to run out the clock, they shut them down. Yes, they They did. They got the ball back to their offense to force overtime. And that was brilliant. That was brilliant. From 
the entire drive to the two point conversion to tie it up in regulation was 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 Drew Brees esque. The last team to start zero two and win seven eight in a row, uh, Dallas Cowboys. What was that ninety six? They won a championship that year. Hey man, it's looking good so far. Back hour number two right here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Mike Hill, Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Um, you heard all the uh, updated scores. Chargers rolling over the Bills and Nathan Peterman. Terrible. Well, we're going to see. Did if Nathan he Peterman, gets, did he come back out there? No, we don't know yet. This is the first drive. First drive of the second half? Yep. And Chargers got it first. So they fourth down and goal. So they're, they're going to kick a field goal? They're going to settle for a field goal to so, make it 40-7. to seven. Wow. Pending the field goal. Hmm. Meanwhile, uh, wow. And Rob, G- Rob, 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 please look cut, up, cut, Rob. Cut, cut the music. Cut, cut the music for me, Alan. Look up, Rob. Yeah, don't, Rob. don't look down when your Raiders are getting scored on. Yeah, Rob. Rob, he came. He's like, hey, um, uh, let's talk AFC and say our, our okay. Well, let's talk position. AFC let's and talk the AFC. Patriots. Let's talk about sixty-four yard touchdown bomb to Cooks from Brandon Tom Cooks. Brady. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it, Rob. Rob, what do, we, what, do we, what do you want to talk about with the Raiders? You really want to talk about the Patriots and what they're able to do right now against your Raiders in Mexico. No, I want to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and everything they did on Thursday. Oh, oh, well, yeah, that's, you know, we, we like to do news. <laughs> Why are we talking about old stuff? I mean, the Steelers, I mean, I, you know, I didn't see that. Hey, game. but in all fairness, I and, the, and Alex can attest to that, I told them before the game, like, hey, if we, uh, if we win, we got to win 35, 38 or something like that because they know where they're going to keep them under. Well, points. you ain't gonna score a point. Look, hey. like, you, you down twenty four nothing. Hey, you, you know. what, what you, that's gonna be a miraculous comeback. That look, really? we got them right where we want them. Oh, okay, all right, all right. If that's what you want to continue to tell yourself, yeah, playing the backups. Mm-hmm. Wow. Exa- see, Ephraim gets it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Once they bring in Brian Hoyer, when we make our move, we were talking about the more pleasantly surprising teams in the NFC. You know, what about the big disappointments in the NFL? Raiders went up. Yeah, oh, by far. Tampa this Bay was, Bucks. This was the team. Oakland Raiders was the team. Pretty much a consensus that would compete with the AFC title with New or New England. So, for them to and you know what, just looking back at what they did last year, I believe they won eight games. Um, by you know, a touchdown, or less? a touchdown or less. Mm-hmm. This year they're not doing that. Yeah. So they were a play, a call, a yard away from being this exact team last year. And it's very rare mm-hmm. that you find a team that can harness that two years in a row. You know, winning close, tight games. Mm-hmm. I remember that gutsy decision um, early in the season that propelled them to, 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 to win those type of games between Oakland and the Saints. And Jack Del Rio made that gutsy call mm-hmm. uh, to go for two to win the game. This and that kind so long ago, that, right? I know, right? And that was their that was week that two. Was, that was yeah, that was their persona. That was who they were. They were a team mm-hmm. that, you know, made those plays to win games, and they were playing to win. This year, not so much. Uh, hasn't been the same uh, since, you know, Derek Carr broke his leg, come back. They just can't harness that same type of energy and mentality. And so now you get them in these games, and they're not making those plays at the end. So now you have a team that's not going to make the playoffs, that's been a disappointment. Well, 
The, maybe, maybe because it's not like the Chiefs are playing good right now. The Chiefs have lost four of their last five. You lose to a one-win team. Now, it was a great opportunity because if they would have won today, they would have pulled into within uh, a game of the Chiefs uh, in the AFC West. What you got for me? Well, I know that you guys are dissing on the Raiders, and rightfully so. They're playing like trash again. I mean, I'm not dissing on the Raiders. I'm just stating the facts, man. Back I mean, quick. I don't have a problem with the Raiders. Shout out to Buffalo for starting Nathan Peterman today because now – even if the Raiders lose, which looks like they will, they're only a game back of the playoffs still. Wow. Because the rest of the AFC Tyrod Taylor is making his way onto the Ty field. Tyrod Taylor, oh, man, they have relieved this boy of his pain. Man. Son. Come, oh, my gosh. Son, come sit with me. Yes. I, I want to see the Nathan Peterman cutaway. Whereas, come on, come on, Fox. Come on, my, my dear company that I love that employs me. I want to see a Nathan Peterman cutaway. On the bench, as Tyrod Taylor comes in to try and engineer a 33-point comeback in the second half. And his first play is smart. Uh, hey, it to Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy. There it is. And Shady's about 30-some yards. 40 yards yep. on the first play. He's back. There it is. It's changed. I have seen the light. It's Wow. You want to talk about the AFC? AFC is terrible. Outside of the Steelers and yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, it, it's not. I like the Jaguars, I don't, but I don't trust the Jaguars. Jaguars, hey, look. You know, speaking of Jaguars, you can say you don't trust them. That defense started out the season with 10 sacks. People said they couldn't uh, do that again. Then they had another game with them, 10 sacks. They're leading the league in sacks. Um, they're winning despite uh, Blake Bortles, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even though he's he's turned into more of a game manager. We don't want him to do too much. You know, they had five sacks again today. They struggled, though. Leonard Fournette, 111 yards, 28 carries. They struggled. They're just running, they're running the ball. They struggled to beat Cleveland. It's okay, man. Okay. When you're a team that hasn't had success in over a decade, then struggling to win doesn't resonate to you. What resonates is the <clears throat> win part of it. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with, oh, we squeaked that one out, or oh, that was ugly, or oh, we won in overtime. It doesn't matter. The fact that you're winning mm-hmm. – and you're seven and three mm-hmm. after ten weeks. That's the only thing that matters, and it changes the mentality in the locker room because now you can say, "Hey, look, we've had great games, we've had not so good games, we've had poor games, but we're finding a way to win." And that's what it's all about. And not only is that, <clears throat> you know, good for morale, but it's growth. It's growth in a team that needed some type of success. So don't count them out. I mean, they're in a terrible division as well mm-hmm. with uh, Houston, Indy, and uh, Tennessee. Yeah, they're going to win the so division. So they'll win the division. Yeah. They'll be in prime position in the playoffs. Even though Tennessee's just a game back, but, yeah, it, they should it, win the division. They'll get they're a home a playoff game, mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. But I tell you what, if they keep playing like they are defensively and they can keep Blake Bortles contained, you got to keep your own quarterback. You have to. Don't mess it up. You have to. Like I mean, but that's the, that's the mentality. And I'm don't sure, mess it I'm, up. I'm sure they're talking about that. Can't I'm, do I'm it. sure they're like, hey, look, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't Peterman. You know, don't, don't you Peterman. Don't let the games get too big for you. He's become a verb now, Peterman. That's fine. You just went Peterman. Just don't let the games get too big for you. Just you know, eleven touchdowns, seven interceptions after ten weeks. Passing rating of 81. Okay, that's fine. Hang back. Don't do too much. You don't want to have a game where you have more interceptions than touchdowns. 
because that'll shift the scales. Mm-hmm. What you don't want to do is continue to give your defense a short field to defend. So that's what it's all about when you're talking about game managers and, you know, Alex Smith has made a a, a, a living of being a, a terrific game manager. Not this year. Not this year. He's, he's actually winning games. But I'm saying for – for Jacksonville, they need to address the quarterback issue. But until then, just keep grinding them away. Keep people people will overlook you and continue to overlook you. And the next thing you know, you know, they go to the they go to the Cardinals. They have the Colts, Seahawks, Texans, 49ers, and the Titans. I mean, they have a favorable schedule. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're seven and three. You look and say, okay, they should beat the Cardinals. You look and say they should beat the Colts. That's nine and three, and then you give them the Forty ers Oh wow! Right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, not look, Jacksonville. I'm just saying, it's just they're seven and three. I, I'm talking about to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm talking gotta, about. I get. We we know. The, I'm talking we about know the teams that are in position to win the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, just we know that yeah. right now. I'm talking about the Bills are five and four on the season and they're tanking. They want to tank. <laughs> I don't understand. They've been wanting to tank all season long. Ravens are five and five near half a game out there. Ravens. I don't know what the tiebreaker is going to be, uh, but if the Bills lose this game, which it looks like they will, uh, they'll be tied with the Ravens at five and five, and that's still sixth. Uh, and, if, and if the Raiders would have won this game, they would have been tied at 5-5 five and five with the Bills, which would have been – I mean, that's how it is in the AFC. But at the end of the day, you got the two hottest teams in the AFC, the Steelers, who won on Thursday night, which I didn't see that game. I didn't see the game because I, I was in Madison. They they won Wisconsin. convincingly. They played Tennessee Titans. I did see – yeah, they beat the dogs. Four interceptions, five sacks. I mean, it was it was – it was bad. So you never see, but with the Steelers, sometimes you don't know what you're going to get out of them either. You don't. It's almost like, man, you which, really don't. Which it's, Steelers it's, team is going to show up? That's it's one team. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Bills—they they kicked the field goal. Tyrod Taylor engineered a, a field goal drive. So right now, we back, yeah, baby. Yeah. Only down thirty. Was halfway through third quarter of play. So you're telling me there's a chance, man? Never give up. Yeah. Never surrender. It is possible. It is certainly possible. Um, but, yeah, Tom Brady's amazing. Still doing his thing against the Raiders. Um, they've won five It's, a, it's the whole team. It's the coaching. It's everything. It's you Tom know, Brady. They've had – of course it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Right? But the fact that they they have guys who come in and replace key injured players and they step up and they do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Praise to the most high Tom Brady. I mean, they replaced them last year. They got them dudes paid. They got those, those guys who came in and, and and they leading teams now. Yeah, right. Those two guys who filled in for Tom Brady last year are Jacoby Brissett and in Indianapolis and, and Jimmy uh, Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. I don't understand that. Why? Why would you trade for the guy now and you're not playing? They just getting them ready, man. Getting them ready for what? What you don't want to do like, is put them out there. And don't give them an opportunity to be successful. Well, I mean, but you, that's what you don't want. You don't want that. I don't. I don't. I don't get that. Well, you made the trade now, which yo, yeah, you don't want to risk him going somewhere else. Yeah, you had to. You had to make it because you had to secure a quarterback. You know who's mad about that? Who's upset about that? Kirk Cousins. I just knew Kirk Cousins was going to San Francisco. Yeah. Kirk's like, man, you mean I'm gonna be in D.C. again with another? Can they franchise him again? I mean, but look, first of all, think about this: if 
if, yeah, if they franchise him again, it'll be like thirty-two million dollars. It's crazy. Which is, uh, which he'll be fine after with. After a while, yeah, he'll be fine with. He'll be like, I'm cool. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll sign it right. I'll sign it right now. Yeah, right. So, um, but what what having Jimmy Garoppolo on your roster as a San Francisco 49ers, say um, he does sign that that uh, that that tender to be a franchise again, mm-hmm. and San Francisco still wants him. Guess what? You got a pretty good bargaining chip mm-hmm. in Jimmy Garoppolo, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether he plays or not, his value is is known. Everyone knows he's valuable. So, as San Francisco, you put yourself in a position to where, you know, you have value at the quarterback position, whether you want to use it or not, is up to you. What you mean? Period. Like, just in, have in him terms just in case of trade, you want to trade him. In, in terms of trading, turning around and trading that asset. Well, you got a franchise possible franchise quarterback right there. I, I get it, but if you get him in camp. Like and I'm just addressing like we don't know why he's not playing. So if you get him there for whatever reason, you know, you see him in practice, he doesn't grasp the, the concept of the offense, whatever it is, you have the ability to keep him a known commodity with value in this league because everybody was trying to get him. And, you know, this offseason can be real interesting for you if Kirk Cousins is the guy who you really want. We talked enough about the AFC for you now. <laughs> enough. Let's talk about the Raiders. We we, you know, we talk more about the Raiders. You know what, Rob? We want you to tell us why you're mad coming up. You want to tell tell them why you're mad? 877-996-6369. A lot of people out there disgusted with their football team, players, things that are going on around the league Feel right sick. now. You're just disgusted. You want to throw up. Tell us why you're mad. Give us a phone call. We'll let you vent on the air. On national radio, 877-996-6369. Call us now. You got 20 seconds to do so. Coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Boom, 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 boom. You're getting some great advice from the love doctor, right? I just got chastised. <laughs> I just, I just, I just really, uh, Ephraim just chewed me out. Talking about, yeah, I think you threw a couple of expletives in there and everything. Only because I love you, man. Nah, man. I, I like when you preface when somebody prefaces a sentence with, "Hey, I'm gonna tell you something," and I'm telling you this because I love you, because I love you. Know the next couple of sentences are going to be harsh. <laughs> it ain't gonna be. I'm telling you this because I love you, and oh, you're, you're doing a great job. You're you're doing this the right way. No, Mike. Let me talk to you, and I'm telling you this because I love you. That preface right there, man. You already know. And I was like, cool. That's cool. I like and, that, Alex. And, and what you said. That's nice. What, what you said was nice. Is that you? That's not you, Alex. No, that, I've, I've heard that before. Yeah, it is, but I uh, redid the instrumental. What? That's nice. you? Yeah, it's Money Trees. I just had fun with it. New nice. That's you? New nice on the board. Yes, you are. You would have known, Mike, if you let me DJ one of your parties. Yeah, man. he's, you know, he's. that's how he do it. I've been at Ephraim's house already three times. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. DJing for the kids. Get out of here. <laughs> Hip-hop Disney. Are you serious? <laughs> you been to his house? I Ephraim, do I all crowds. I've never been to Ephraim's house. He can't come over there with all the baggage you got. <laughs>
You can't can bring all that to a but happy home, man. I've never been to Evil You know Dollar. what? That's, your wife loves me. She does. She, my mom and loves your mom wife, everybody. Me. Oh, by the way, my mom, she she every week. The when picture. is Ephraim sending me the picture. picture? I have the picture. Man, please send my mom a picture, I please. Will. I want to give, I wanna give it to her. You want to give it to her? Yeah, I want to give it my to her. My mom ain't been to L.A. in three years. Fly her out here. We all I've been need to asking hang out. her to come out. She won't come out. She won't. And I, hard on, I don't want to deal with your baggage either. <laughs> <laughs> You're running all of us away, you know what, man. Dude, hey, dude. I and, and what's crazy is one of my one of my the girl I've been knowing for six years. Yeah. No, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? I'm not I do. I do. Crazy about it, liked her and everything like that. She was in Atlanta. I said, I said, man, go by and see my mom. Just go by and see your mom. Just hang out. You know, my mom, because my mom's like always wanted to cook for my friends or whatever. Yeah. She yeah, went by yeah. and hung out with my mom for two hours. And then two weeks later, we we ain't even talking to each other. Man, it's the, Alex Marvez, man, <laughs> my life is terrible right now. I'm happy. I am happy professionally and personally. I'm, you know, professionally, I'm good. Personally, my love life stinks, Alex Marvez. I need to grow out my goatee. That's what I need you to do. do. You, you need to concentrate on that seat, and you just, you know, at least you're doing better than the Packers offense, right? And I'm here at Lambeau Field. And oh, good. Having to sit through that. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, this is just a disaster. And, you know, listen, I understand the injuries have just have just killed the Packers, but, you know, you don't see any progress from Brett Hundley. The Ugh. defense, the injuries are starting to hit there. Clay Matthews, you know, he goes down with a groin injury. we got Kenny Clark getting carted off the field with an ankle problem. I mean, who even knows where this team is headed? And, you know, they've been in the playoffs every year since 2009. I think that streak is soon going to be ending. And I tell you what, and you'll read it at SportingNews.com a little later today, watch out for the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team or anything like that, but in a very bad AFC, they are emerging as a team likely to get that sixth playoff seed. We were just talking about that. I'll get back to the AFC in a second. I want to go back to Green Bay real quick because uh, I think they got shut up for the first time on the 11-year anniversary of the last time they got shut out, I believe, uh, today. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, you said Brett Hundley's not making any any progress. We see that. I like the kid out of UCLA. He's just not getting the job done. And anytime that happens, you know, we we bring up when struggling quarterbacks happen uh, <laughs> in the NFL. And this offense seems like it could be run by this guy. Why not? Why not make a a, a move? It, why why not that guy? I don't even have to say his name. Why not? Yes, I I understand. It rhymes with Ballin Wappernick. Yes. yes, I understand <laughs> that. Um, you know, and and that's you know what? If they were serious about it, they should have done it a couple weeks ago. You know, because you know, think about this too, with Colin. You know, how many games we got left this season, right? We're in, we, they just finished their tenth game, so we got six games left. And Aaron Rodgers are hoping he can be back in Week 15. How much are you really going to get him ready to play? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing about it right now. And and it, listen, it's one thing too if you're like, okay, we're going to the playoffs, we're we're going to make this type of run. You know, I don't think the Packers, quite honestly, with the injuries that they've suffered, are going to be making that. You know, I just don't know too if you throw a quarterback out there with such a limited amount of practice time, limited amount of experience, if he can have success and I don't care who that is let alone somebody that hasn't even had a training camp I you know and I feel for him because I know he wants to play football I get all that but I just think the situation now is just absolutely miserable for him to get out on the field because 
of how far along things are during the season. Also, by the way, Mike McCarthy throwing water on it, saying he's sticking with Brett Hundley as his guy, not like he has any real other choice besides Joe Callahan. There are other backup, but oh. yeah, exactly. It, it's no, it's it's a mess here. Trust me. And, and you know, again, I think this playoff streak that's gone all the way back since '09 ends this year, and it's a shame because I think if this team had all of the players healthy, I think they would have been a very dangerous one in the NFC. Well, I mean, not even all the players, just one, just, just right? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. baby. We, we, we've seen them. <laughs> Uh, do miraculous things with, uh, you know, multiple people, especially on the offensive line being on IR. But, you know, Superman has always been there and, and available. And Aaron Rodgers, he's not there. They haven't addressed the quarterback situation. They know what they had in Brent Huntley. They've been with him for a, a couple years now. Uh, he's been in training camp. He's been in practices. So they knew exactly what they had, and they refused to really, you know, address the situation. And, you know, we saw that, what, two years ago with um, uh, Tony Romo in Dallas. When you right. have a starting quarterback that plays at a high caliber and you don't address the possibility of that quarterback, you know, getting hurt with a suitable uh, and productive backup, then you open yourself up to this. And and I see, I think that's where they are right now. They haven't had the ability to run the, uh, run the ball, which takes pressure on off a young quarterback trying to find its way, and their defense, it's been non-existent uh, because of all the injuries. So right now, what do you do at five? And the funny thing is, they're still in it. Right, they're five and five. They're five and five, but they're fading fast. I mean, that's the thing too, though. I think the NFC such a tougher conference. You know, we had ten teams above five hundred entering you know this weekend's games Packers were among them um but I just think it's, it's and you know the one thing too is when they came back in 2013 Detroit wasn't nearly as good Minnesota wasn't nearly as good and these teams are just head and shoulders above you know the Green Bay Packers right now so you're talking about Green Bay having to even get out of its own division to get a wild card spot you know when it comes to tiebreakers and that's not going to be happening so but you're right you know and that's the thing I think that's probably most disappointing you, you spend two and a half years developing a quarterback and you think you have something and, and Terrell Suggs said it after the game Sizzle said look this guy, once he threw the second interception, basically he, he went into a shell. You know, like you could tell that he was affected by it, that his confidence just started to plummet, and you didn't see him taking the same type of chances. And it took the guy forever to go through his progressions. He was sacked six times. I mean, it just it's, it's a mess here. And, and, you know, with this, and Mike McCarthy has no answers right now, and they're down to a third-string running back. And then they give it to the backup, to the third-string running back, who'd be the four-string running back. He fumbles on his first NFL carry and loses it, and then he fumbles on the second NFL carry. At least he got recovered by the Packers, <laughs> but that's been the type of offense that they have right now. Talking to Alex Marvez, Sirius XM NFL Radio and Sport News NFL Insider here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, meanwhile, before we let you go, um, oh yeah, by the way, Chargers have scored another. They scored a defensive <laughs> touchdown. Tyrod Taylor got didn't get picked off, but he fumbled and they ran it back in for a touchdown. So forty-seven to ten right now. And speaking of those Bills, we saw what they did before the season. Sammy Watkins gone. Uh, uh, Darius a couple of weeks ago. Defense has been the same. And now benching Tyrod Taylor. Are they obviously telling their fans, telling their players that, hey, we are trying to tank the season? Is that the word around the NFL? No, I don't think it's the word around the NFL, but I think what the word that I've gotten from my people is that basically Sean McDermott, 
made a first-year type of head coaching mistake. He made a headstrong decision that he was going to bench Tyrod Taylor and play Nate Peterman and, and put Nate Peterman in a terrible position to, to have to do this. Going on the road, and I know that anyone that plays at the StubHub Center, it's an extra home game. Pretty I get much. the joke. Yeah. But the point is going on the road, putting this guy out there, you know, injuries limiting Charles Clay, injuries limiting Jordan Matthews, and expecting this guy to go out there and light it up. He's not the problem. You know, the reason the Bills were hanging in all these games and winning games was because while Tyrod Taylor didn't necessarily win you a game every week, he didn't lose it for you either because he was so good without having to turn the football over. So, you know, McDermott said it himself. I didn't talk to the coaches. I didn't talk to the GM. I made this decision. Well, that's just really dumb. And hopefully it's something nope. that he learned from. But I think that shakes the confidence of that team and their head coach. Absolutely. You know what happens to the head coach that continue to make dumb decisions? They get fired. They're not head coaches anymore. They sell insurance. Alex, man, thanks so much for your time, my brother. You guys are the Thank best. You, Alex. Keep, next week. keep that right. goatee going, bro. Get that goatee. I'm gonna have to get that goatee happening myself. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna grow out my. I'm gonna grow out my my mustache. That, I get, that I, ain't it, player. I get kidded. I get like we got my boy Steve Wilson's on hold too. I'm gonna get to him in a second after we get to what's trending. But uh, Steve got the, they kid me all the time on our podcast, which we do called Unstable. That you know I don't have any facial hair, and like women these days for some reason. <laughs> It's a fad. You think so? Yeah, like the think be- about it, man. The women, women don't marry facial hair players. That's what I'm saying. It's just a fad, Mike. You oh, can... really? Okay. So I was thinking. You're not about... missing out on anything. I'm, I'm still handsome. Oh my god. Balling. Balling. Okay. Thanks, Alex. Man, I appreciate somebody can appreciate my looks over here. Hey, man. Whatever you and Alex got going on between y'all, that's it's you know, it's all y'all, player. And gas gone. You know I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working out like you, bro. I'm hey, not, I'm not trying to get Jack to look like I'm on steroids like you, but I'm, I'm. Listen, hey. listen Mike, two things. What's that? You can grow some scruff. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Alex can't grow any peach fuzz, so Ooh. never mind that comment over there. Ooh. Hey, I'll also, have you know I have the Spaniard look going. Okay. Second of all, I got to be your designated driver on on New Year's Eve night. Know, what? What I do? I, well, I know you're looking for love, and I know you're gonna, you're gonna have a new year and a new you, so. I just want to be your DH for that night. I want to make sure that you're uh, making those good decisions. Okay, you're gonna be you can be my wingman. That's what I, you can I'll do. I'll be the DH, so be- that way I, yeah, I keep the the seat open in the front. What's and the got DH? Three designated driver. Oh, is that DD? Yeah, but I go DH. Oh, so. okay. All but you know, right. you're gonna have three or four in the car with you. you go uh, to San Diego State too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the few that graduated from there, right? Oh. <laughs> You know what? I opted to go make millions of dollars. My oh, bad. wow. Hey, hey, dude, I, I ain't mad at you. We all have that. choices. Burn. <laughs> we all have choices. Burn. Burn. Guess what I can always do? Pass block. I can always go get that. That's true. Are you going to finish that or no? Maybe. Maybe not. All right. Can I get the dollar, bro? Can, can you hook us up a little nah. bit? Like a pizza or something? Hey, look, man, we got, look, y'all older than me, man. We all had our choices. What does that have to do with anything? Right? I don't know. We I had got our money. choices. I got money. Ooh, look at me. Mm-hmm. Balling. Man, let's get to some stuff. Patriots I mean, I... line up with Gronk to the left, Allen to the right. Brady takes the shotgun, snap at first and ten. Lobs it oh. down the right side for a wide open cooks. Catches at the 30th stride. Adios to the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. Patriots Radio Network. This thing is a boat race, fellas. 27 to nothing. Oof. New England over the Raiders. There'll be a topic of conversation tomorrow with Marshawn Lynch. What he, he do? sat during the national anthem well, for the United States and stood that. for the Mexican national anthem. Well, I mean, they stand when they go to Canada. They do that for you know some you know. 
sometimes, right? Not not the NFL players, but you know. Marshawn right. said, I ain't got no problem with the people of Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. What did it, what did, what did, uh, what did, uh, uh, Mom and well, I Last time, last time. Don't be it, Kong ain't never done nothing to me. Fellas, Keenan Allen, 12 receptions for 159 yards, two TDs, Chargers hammering the Bills, 47 to 10. Take him out of the game. Man, and one other game that's in progress. Broncos just got a field goal, so they're within three, 13 to 10. That game is ugly though the Bengals are out in front under five minutes to play in the third quarter from Denver Giants with four field goals including the game winner in overtime beat the Chiefs 12 to 9 Giants this season got two wins one over the Chiefs and one over the Denver Broncos and the Saints were down 31-16 with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter they come back and beat the Redskins 34 to 31 shout out to the Saints man thanks David Gascon you bet go lift some weights man <laughs> go pump some iron bro David Gascon's pump, bro. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Who is a good Bills fan that we know? That we Whatever. Love? Mm. It's my boy Steve Wilson. Comedian Steve Wilson. Now, Steve was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and Steve was hyping up his Bills, saying that he knew they was going to start off 5-2. and two. He already said it, blah, 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 and things. And he was saying, Bills Mafia, this year we're going to the Super Bowl. Even though he already knew they had gotten rid of Sammy Watkins and all that, and now Steve, um, after your rookie quarterback threw five first-half interceptions, and now your uh, veteran quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, is back in the game. He just fumbled, and he took it back in for a fumble, uh, return for a touchdown. Uh, how are you feeling about your bills right now, Steve? We're not good. Well, okay, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's all that's, we got? That's not breaking news. I mean yeah, – when you guys well, were five honest, and two, I was right. We went five and two. Where I was but you were saying right Bills Mafia, oh Super Bowl, man. We can, man. This might be the year. New England Here's Patriots. Thing, it can still happen. Uh, what? Any given Sunday. <laughs> Next man. year. You don't understand? Tom Brady can retire tomorrow. You have no. You what? don't know what's going on. Hey man, all I can say is, Steve has been on his vape. The <laughs> San Diego. I mean, the San, the Los Angeles Chargers can put up sixty against you guys. I think, right. they, no, I think they went to a backup quarterback. You know, uh, Phillip Rivers. Had well, here's him. the thing. I'm looking at it live right now, and Tyrod Taylor drops back, waiting, waiting, lets it fly, and that should be passing the It we're is. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're behind. You're, we, we, we're ahead of we got you, it. so we already seen that. Yeah, but we you have, that you have one we don't quarter. Need, we didn't call you for the play. You have play one bro. quarter to we score 37 it. points. Yeah. That's never happened anywhere on any play. Uh, excuse me. If I'm not recalled, the Buffalo Bills had the greatest comeback in NFL history against was it, the Houston Oilers. Was at it, the halftime we were down 31 thir- points? Was it 37 was points? It, not at in in a quarter. Not it was 37 20, it was, points. I think it was 25 points. You must yeah. score 37 points. Oh, they're they're inside okay, the well, we this quarter. Need, we only need 30. Man, 30 why are we now. even why are we even talking like that? Why are we, we even bringing that? Come now, on, though. this this is crazy. Oh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, we only need 30 now. Yeah. Still okay. not in yet. Yeah, he didn't get in. He didn't get in. He's at the one. That's okay. Hey, Steve, we just wanted to give you a hard time, man. Understand. Hey. You guys are very disrespectful. I'm, a, I'm Bill's Mafia for life. Here's the thing. We hit a little rough patch, but the playoff the picture is not over. We A couple of teams we needed to lose, so they did. So, keep it, we're good. You know what? That's crazy. You're going to get blown out today, and you'll still be tied for the sixth spot. In exactly. the AFC, but you're fading and really fast. All we need is for Tom Brady to miss one flight because he's hanging out with his beautiful wife, and we in the playoffs. Y'all and, don't understand. Well, you're in the playoffs, but you still ain't in the end zone. That's what I'm saying. That's it just funny. got stopped again. 
Uh, how did you? How did too soon, bro? Steve, how did you feel about Tyrod Taylor being benched? Well, I personally would do his. Uh, he throws a lot of touchdowns, but he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. But he doesn't take chances. That's problem, maybe maybe that's a, Nathan Peterman took some chances and they pay off of him. Well, <laughs> Those are the, the type thing. of chances well, you want him to take. I didn't, I didn't like how they benched Tyrod for the simple fact that Tyrod didn't let 300 yards get rushed on him. Now, I don't know what happened when we when we traded away Marcel Darius, but we traded away the heart of the defense because the last two weeks you can do whatever you want on Buffalo. Well, I don't know when, when Humber came back in and replaced um, our the, the rookie again. Uh, what was his name? Um, Number 58. Uh, he was playing really good, but then you move number 58 and then Marcel Darius, and they've been able to run on us for the last, well, you say three weeks now. Well, yeah, man. Stop watching. But it looks like they want to tank the season and get some good draft choices, but the team was overperforming, and I fell for it. I apologize. Bill's Mafia, I still rep us. I don't care. Both of you guys are jerks who put me on national radio to hurt my feelings when I'm very emotional right now. You you know they're not going to score right here, right? No, Tyrod they, Taylor they, got they, all the way down. Didn't score? they score? Oh, no. he, oh, it was pass interference. Tyrod Taylor got all the way down to the half-inch line. And it was an and offensive pass interference. Right and now want, it's, it's, third and, right it's, it's third and goal. From the twelve, right, from he go to touchdown. It, let them know what happened. It's tw- third and goal right now. Right, right. From the twelve yard line. And what happened? Please, let let him drops back. Yeah, just letting you know. Oh, oh, touchdown! Exactly. Oh no, 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 no drop, no drop, drop. Charles Clay dropped it in the end zone. No, no, he didn't. Yes, yeah, he, he did. dropped it in the end zone. Live on the radio. Yeah, dropped right in your face. In your face. Oh, I, you know what? You know what? I was actually coming to hang Ooh. out with you guys, you know, later on tonight. But I don't care about either one of you. Oh, he just Jackie Harris that ball. Well, we remember Jackie Harris? Dropped it like yes. that. Jackie Harris. Remember Jackie Harris in the Super Bowl? Tell we, us why you're yeah. mad. Charles or was that Jackie Clay? Smith? Yeah, Jackie. No, it was it Jackie Smith? Jackie Smith. Jackie Smith dropped that ball in the end zone. Tight Here we end go. Fourth Cowboys. down. Listen, you know what? Oh, touchdown! Yeah. We got it. Oh, guess Thanks. he get the ball to Shady McCoy. Get about throwing the ball to Shady McCoy. There you go. That's you still got you Shady go. McCoy. No. Silver lining. Come out and hang with us at Zen tonight, man. I'm not coming. I don't want to see you guys. You're both evil people. Come hang out, man. Hey, we love you, Steve. We love you, Steve. We're here for you. I don't believe you. That's very disrespectful. You man. got a beautiful, beautiful girlfriend, Steve. I was telling Ephraim about all my, my my women problems, man. Steve saw firsthand last night. I told him just totally wiped me out. It's almost like a virus. He too old for this, Steve. <laughs> Hey man, just leave me out of it. This national radio, you're gonna have me lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll see, you. I'll see you later tonight, man. <laughs> Steve Wilson, comedian, great guy, man. Yeah, he's a great guy. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. We will let you tell the world why you are mad. Coming up next. Hey, 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 how y'all doing? <laughs> Coming to you live from the Geico studio. 15 minutes could save you 15 minutes or less. 15% or less. See? Look here, man. See when I, I try and see? Where? See, I passed the rock to you, man. I, I dribbled. But you dribbled out of bounds. That's all right. I huh? dribbled. Yeah, pass the ball back. 
I'm like I'm, LeBron. You know what? <laughs> you like LeBron. I'm like LeBron. I'm like, give you the ball. Give it back. Give it back. Give it. I You're a ball mover in this team. That's what you do. That's what I do. You move the ball. I ain't never been a ball mover. I get buckets, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right? I'm a bucket getter. Okay, I'm going to let you shoot the ball. I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'll do the assisting from here on out. I'll make you famous. I'm like, okay. I used I'm to a, tell my guards that. I'll make you famous. I tried to let you, you run throw the point ball forward. down there. I get you a wide open shot, or I'll get you an assist. I tried to let you run point forward, and you Peterman to me, man. You That's it. Oh, don't do. I mean, oh, shoot! Don't do me like that. Dump it. <laughs> you can't. You can't play me like that, can't man. Do it. Can't oh do it. Oh my goodness! Wow. Oh my goodness! Can't win like that. Yeah, bro. Can't do it. You just went on Sirius Satellite Radio just now. That's all right. Man. It's all good. <laughs> Shout out to E from Salam and everybody else who's working on the show. My man Rob G, of course Alex T. And Mr. Steroid himself. Dang. David G. I like David. Can David hear me? Can David hear me? Yeah, David can hear yeah, you. Yeah, of course you can. He's, David, he's listening. Wow. David, you're not on steroids, are you? No, no. Have you ever, what not kind of anymore. Kind he's, of he's off his cycle. Wow. Oh. He's off his cycle oh, right boy. now. What kind of, what kind of stuff did you do, if, man? If, if I was on something like that, I would have been. Uh, it's just HGH. would have been running right past you when you were playing in the league. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, your, why your eyebrows so big? Your eyebrows are huge, man. Like your eyebrows are big. Your eyebrows got muscles. He's got something on his mind. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> your earlobes are like dangling big. <laughs> Come on, bro. Your, your earlobes could could squat two hundred pounds, bro. Man. <laughs> Mike is in a sour mood right now. Just, love life is down. So he's down. gonna take shots at love everybody life, else. Love life is and everybody else. Hey, man, you know it's been a minute. Mike Hill, but on point. And that's why I dribbled <laughs> off my foot because I was in here giving him a piece of my right. mind. It's been a minute. I ain't been able to use my Viagra, man. What's wrong with you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just sitting in my drawer at home, just, just doing nothing. Man, collecting you dust. Need, you need to spend some time with yourself. <laughs> oh, stop. Woosa. Hey, man. You need to go on a retreat. That stuff is expensive, You need too, to go bro. on a yoga retreat. That's expensive. Man. I don't. I wouldn't know nothing about oh, well, that, Oh, wait player. till you're 40, uh, man. I am 40. How old? 40 what? 41. Oh, wait till you're mid-40s. Well, it's going to go up every time when I'm in the middle. We're in the 50s. We're in the 60s. Frankie like Pac-Man getting caught by the ghost. First of all, Buffalo just gave up another touchdown. No, they didn't. I told Steve, no. I got told Steve they're going to score 60 on them. People are scoring touchdowns I've never heard of before. <laughs> Took a hit. Who was that dude? <laughs> yep, that's what's going to happen when you turn 45, Ephraim. That's not true. Renee's going to be like, hey, uh, what's your hook? Hey, man, first of all, you don't bring my beautiful <laughs> wife into this, okay? Renee's going to be like, love her. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh, tell them why you're mad. Tell them why you're mad. Let's do it. 877 Tell them why you're mad, son. Let's start off in Miami. My man, Bank, you got 30 seconds to tell them why you're mad. Hey, man, I'm mad because you guys been dissing the Vikings for a long time. Y'all <laughs> ain't been respecting us a whole year, and now they beat the Rams. Now y'all don't respect us. That's why I'm mad. Thank you. Man, I've been giving love to the Vikings. I just talked about how the Vikings could be the best team in the NFC. We just The, the Vikings are that that team that doesn't do anything, that just throws – it's not a, a – a, 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 a fancy what, yeah, because they're winning for? with backup quarterbacks. And they're winning with a, and a great defense. They're solid, but they don't they don't have bells and whistles and the highlights and all that stuff. They don't have. But the it ex- doesn't even matter. First of all, no one no one on this show has disrespected no one the Vikings. Ever, we just haven't given them enough love. All right, we really haven't. So we've been talking about the Eagles. We've been talking about the Rams. But yeah, we should give the Vikings the love that they deserve. Well, let's give them some love. Hey, 
Vikings fans, you guys are in prime position to be one of the top teams. No, I want you to. I and, want you to say that the Vikings are the best team in the NFC right now. No, I'm not going to do that. You still think the Eagles are the, are the Eagles be- are, st- are still in the uh, NFC? Uh, yeah. Okay, then. Then I'm not going to do that. Let me see. See in here. Let me see who they beat. They beat the Saints that early in the season when the Saints started off 0-2. They lost to the Steelers. They beat the Bucks. That's not a great win. They beat the Bears. They beat the Packers. Did Aaron Rodgers one, two, three, four, five, six? I think that's the game he went down, right? And that yeah, he went down uh, in that Packers game. They beat the Browns. They beat the. The Rams, that was their most impressive win of the season. That win was the most impressive. So maybe we shouldn't be giving the Vikings as much love. Whatever. I'm just saying. Anyway. And, and they lost to the Lions and they lost to the Steelers. All right. Phil in Kentucky. Phil in Kentucky. Tell Kentucky. us why you're mad. Yes. I'm mad because I continue to watch these quarterbacks throw interceptions after interceptions. These backup intercept, these backup quarterbacks throw interceptions, yet they still won't give Colin Kaepernick a job. These owners are pitiful. These owners are pitiful. They are, That's man. That's why I'm mad. Hey, hey, shout it out. Good call, Phil. I love Phil, that. Phil, we mad with you because yeah. uh, whenever you get a guy who come into a game and throw five interceptions five. in the first half. One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth. I plead the fifth. Then shame on you uh, for not putting winning and even having the opportunity and a chance to win above your, your you know, your your moral beliefs or feelings toward a, a player who did nothing uh, illegal or wrong for them. But man. you'll employ a woman beater. Real quick, Enrique and Queens, you got 20 seconds. Tell them why you're mad, son. Yeah, what's up? I'm mad because a lot of people are saying the Cowboys won't win it this year because they're doing without Ezekiel Elliott. The running backs will be good for the Cowboys, and they're going to upset Philly tonight, baby, and I can't wait to see it. All right. Okay. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. Not quite sure if uh, Enrique understands that uh, it's a tall order. The fact that the Dallas Cowboys, my biggest gripe is they knew this suspension was looming and they did nothing to prepare the other running backs. They gave them no carries uh, throughout this whole thing. So now it, they're off a little bit. So uh, that's my problem with the Dallas Cowboys, and I don't think they'll be able to get back up to speed. I I'm agree. just saying. I agree. I plead the fear. I'm going to finish talking to you about why you mad right when we get off the air, Mike. All right. More love talk coming up. Alex is gone for the day on the board. Nick's in the house. Hey. Charger Auto Nick. Chargers, Nick, okay. Go. Look at this, Nick. Woo-hoo-hoo. Nick, are y'all going to put up 60 today? About to put up 60 on them boys. Hey, I'm just glad the Buffalo Bills made that one of the, the weirdest and worst decisions I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that dumb. What the hell? Terrible. That was awful. So they're about to go to four and six on a season as Tyrod Taylor just scored another touchdown, though. Uh-oh. So, it's not over. Uh, it is the San Diego Chargers. You never know. LA. <laughs> oh, that's right. LA Chargers. Well, Chargers, Chargers. Yeah. Uh, they could be in Bangladesh. The Chargers are going to charge. That's just the way it is in the fourth quarter. Things happen. The L.A. Chargers, uh, but they, they're going to win this game. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was a terrible decision. But you look at this, That'll though, get Nick. you fired. Look at this, though, Nick. You're fired. Your team's about to win their fourth game of the season. You'll be a game out of a playoff spot. And the Chiefs lost and the Den- Denver's losing right now? I yeah. You, you hope. Now, this is the beginning of the season, Nick. Your, your, your feelings have changed. Remember when Man. they started off on four? And our look, teams were playing in the fifth I, week look, of the season. I was sitting here talking to you mm-hmm. about, look, 
All they got to do is win one, and then they can just run it. And no, I want them to tank. Yeah, that's no, what saying. tank, tank. He was tank, ready to fire tank, Anthony tank. Lynn and everything. Because here's what they're gonna do: mm-hmm. they're gonna make a little run here, get Charger fans. They're gonna suck us back in, and then you know, once it comes to playing the Browns, they'll lose and miss the playoffs. That's just what they do. You are. You should. You should have heard Steve Hartman yesterday, Mike, who fills in for you sometimes. Has mm-hmm. a show here on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. He thinks. I'm. I'm curious if his opinion changed since today. But he said the Chargers should give up not one, not two, three first round picks to get Sam Darnold next year. Sam Darnold? Yeah. Has he seen how many interceptions Sam Darnold's thrown well, this year? I mean, he likes Rosen too, but just Steve thinks they, they should more, almost mortgage their future to get that next quarterback. Oh, no, you don't do that. Uh, yeah, bro. I, I, mean, I don't see. Look, I like Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen, but you I don't never see. know what you're gonna get with the rookie quarterback. Period. Uh, yeah. Bro. So doing all that mortgaging and all of that, no shot. Yeah, I mean, three first round picks. I, I thought he was crazy. Everyone did. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's how you get a GM fired right there. <laughs> that's how you get an owner to sell the team. I'm serious. Three first-round picks for three first-round picks for Sam. No, come on, bro. Uh-uh. Not I happening. like him too, but, man. Not happening. Anyway, Mike Hill, uh, speaking of college, man, you've been watching a lot of – oh, have, since you're San Diego State, when, when are you going to pay my, my, my the bet off? When, when can I go to when dinner? You, well, seeing that you'll be going solo, we can go any t- <laughs> <laughs> We can go any time now. If I just tell them I'm going to uh, to Mastro's, I I can find a date. I, I mean, can find some hungry woman that's just going to use me for You know, they do you that. You know what? You know what, Mike? What's that? I'll hook you up with somebody else. You will? Yep. I got somebody else I'll introduce you to. Okay. I will. Is it one of your wife's friends? Don't worry about it. Okay, worry I got to see a picture at the end of the day because I'm going to do it the right way this time. No, you're not. Ephraim has been giving me some sage advice. Even Rob G., our producer, came in here and said, man, you know, you should be paying him for this advice. It was good. I mean, I was like to the point where I'm like, stop badgering me. Leave me alone. I can't take it anymore. But I'm listening, and I'm like, man, that's you're right. I'm almost a certain age. And, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I, I need to really chill out. And do it the right way. And you put it into perspective, man, and put it on uh, the, the female standpoint, from the woman's standpoint, where you looked at it and said, well, think about what you're doing to them, too. And then I also had to think about um, my daughters. Yeah. Which, you know. What if your daughter's boyfriend was 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 behaving like you're behaving? Yeah, I'd probably kill him. I'd probably kill him. Yeah, I would. Um. Real quick, hey, can I get this last call in here right here? Because this, this, this has something to do with college and, and, and the NFL football. We're talking about telling why you're mad, and I want to go to my man Eddie in Florida. Tell him why you're mad, Eddie. Yeah, man, I'm mad. I'm, I live in Florida. I play the football pool every week, every year. And what's wrong with these Florida teams? How come these big states with three teams can't all win at one time? I want somebody to look that up for me to see can Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jacksonville, and Miami win in the same freaking week. Well, wow, that's I don't know if that's happened this year. Because first of all, Tampa has. A, thanks for the call. Tampa hasn't won a lot this year. They did win this year. A win today. Miami's been mm, up and down. No offense. Uh, Jacksonville though is one. So, yeah. And then you look at the college football teams as well. Florida State. Well, the reason Florida college can't they all Miami, can't be though. good at the same time is because they all recruit the same kids. No, he was talking about the NFL first. I know, but okay. I'm saying in yeah. terms of the college. Mm-hmm. But they have had seasons where they've all been in the top 15, top 25. Yeah, but they, they usually, you know, that'll last for a year. Then you have a drought. One team will be up. The other team will be down. Just think about it. And you're recruiting from, you know, the same 
talent pool. But it's a lot of talent down in Florida oh, it's when it comes to talent. Yeah. A lot of talent. Man, that's like a that's a, 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 a factory of, yeah, of it is. high school it really football is. players. Come out of the womb ready yep. to play high school football, bro. Yeah, they do. That in Texas, Pennsylvania, another state. California. Don't be st- I mean, we're doing that, player. Don't do that now. Don't disrespect California and their talent. Oh, yeah. Florida, Pennsylvania, Texas, like I said, probably. I mean, California, yeah. I, some some people come out of there and make it, do some things for themselves. You trying to find a picture for me? Don't worry about me, man. Focus in on what you're okay. doing. Okay, all right. I'm trying to focus, man. You know, like I said. <laughs> you know, why would I do that to her? No, no, don't do it. Come on, man. Do it, do it, do why it. Why would I do that to do her? Do it. Please, just do it. I'm, I'm a, sitting there counseling you. I'm going to be good. And your terrible ways. I'm going to be good. I promise. I'm going to be good. I've oh, already oh, 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 oh. unleashed you on, you know, one of my wife and I's friends already. Hey, that's her fault. It's her fault that, now? That was her fault. Because I was calling her, and she would never, and she would call, we'd go out, but it was always over here. She would never come over there. You know what I mean? I had to travel all the time. Like, come on, come and bring it down right. Ain't nothing wrong with courting a woman. No, ain't nothing wrong with courting a woman, but you know what? Unless you don't want to court her. Do you realize? Because if you really liked her, you wouldn't be saying that. Dude, I mean, we live in L.A. You think I want to be in traffic all the time? Come on, man. It's times you can go and times you can. Come on, man. And what do we say? We we even said, like, if I go out all the time and I pay for every single day and you have not one time even acknowledged Then she's not the right person for you. That's what I'm saying. Then that's it. So why why are you coming down on me? I gave it an opportunity. Because I have information. Oh, you ain't got no information. That you've shared with me. Oh, that information. Okay. (laughs) So I ask myself, should I do that? To another one of my friends. But I, I see the light, Ephraim. Nah, man. I see the light. I've I'm, had the same exact conversation with you before. <laughs> I've changed. Yeah. I promise you I've nah, changed. I don't believe that. Come on, man. Let me see a picture first. Nope. And then I'll let you, I'll decide if no I want to change or not. No, you didn't, you haven't changed. Come on, Ephraim. I'm like, come on, man. Seriously, man. Nope. I'm curious now. Please. Mm-mm. All right, man. Forget it. I'm not going to be thirsty. I can't tell. I Real parched up here. I'm not going to be thirsty. I'm not going to let you suck me in like that. Not gonna let you suck me in like that. Whatever. Oh, is that Lee the lap? Okay. All hey, right. Hey Lee, got your locks flowing in here. The producer, good man. He looks like a 1970s rock singer, like ACDC or something like that. Man, look at this dude. Our former producer coming in here. You know. All right. Um. Well, we're talking about college football. College football. What? What? All right. So, I'm looking at the landscape of college football mm-hmm. right now. And I'm really, really, really liking the Miami Hurricanes a lot. Miami Hurricanes. But I do believe if I had to put money on the table of who would win the national championship this year, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Oklahoma Sooners. Really? Because hmm. of Baker Mayfield. I love this kid. Now, you can talk about the antics off the field. You know, with the arrest that he had, public intoxication, you could talk about, I love that. I told you, even when Johnny Manziel was in college, I love his attitude. I love a guy that's like, you know what? I love to play this game. I love to win. And if you're going to diss me, I'm going to make you pay for it. And I don't care. I could be that arrogant prick if you want me to be. He definitely was on uh, Saturday. But he goes out there and he balls out of control. I'm looking at Alabama, which is my football team, but they right. got so many injuries. I think if Oklahoma played Alabama today, Oklahoma would roll over Alabama. I really believe that because of the linebacker issues that they have right now. 
They don't have anybody to stop Baker Mayfield in that in that attack. No, that, that, offensive that kid's attack. a machine, man. That dude is great. As good as Jalen Hurts and the offense can be or whatever, it's that they, they can't put up as many points as Oklahoma. And Alabama's defense is their strength, is their their bread and butter. Miami's good. Don't get me wrong. It's there. Still might be missing a little something. Clemson, of course, is always going to be. But there's no other team out there. Wisconsin gets no love. Wisconsin doesn't deserve to have. I mean, I was in Madison. They get no love. They don't deserve. I mean, Wisconsin hasn't played anybody. Their best win of the season came against a 24th-ranked team yesterday in Michigan, a team that has lost. What's Michigan lost four games now, three or four games? I mean, that's their best win of the season. They didn't play a ranked team until last week. Who did they play last week? It was Iowa, and Iowa had just crept into the top 25. They're 11-0. I understand, but who have they won? Of Who have they beaten of significance? I was in Madison, Wisconsin. Don't get me wrong. Love the people of Madison. I was there for a they basketball beat game. I- Iowa. Iowa was I- ranked 20th. And they they were ranked 20th. They beat they- Michigan. Michigan was 24th. Okay, but the, Mich- both of those teams are having down not not great seasons. They're in the rankings, Look. but then I that's not a quality big time win. That's not like a big matchup. Now they they rolled uh, in 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 the game against Iowa, you know, uh, and yesterday against Michigan was tight for a minute, you know, but and they got the job done, but. I still don't see them like if you when they if they beat Ohio State in the, in the uh, Big Ten championship game, then will they be? Then, then they should you know they'll, they'll get an opportunity because they're uh, a Big Five conference and because they're undefeated and they'll somehow get in because the Miami Clemson loser is probably going to drop out and that's unfortunate for a team like Miami which has done everything gone undefeated and you lose to a team like Clemson which is in the top four right now, and you be, if you barely lose, you drop out of the top four. Alabama could lose to Auburn. Okay, that so could, let me ask you this. So why is Ohio State so heralded and Wisconsin is not? Because Ohio State is – well, first of all, they played a, a tougher schedule. Okay. I know they lost to Oklahoma, but they, they played a tougher schedule. They, right. They, uh, that Iowa loss was uh, uh, terrible. That was bad. Coming okay. off of what they did against Penn State, coming back against Penn State, was, Ohio State. Was, was Wisconsin beat Iowa. Go ahead. Yeah, I know, but it was like this was Ohio State had a letdown against Iowa because they had just come back. They had a they came back from an eighteen point deficit to think against Penn State. That was a tightly contested ball game. That was a very emotional ball game. Oklahoma and blew them out early in the season. I think it was first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's ebbs Iowa and flows fifty five up on yeah ebbs and flows with Ohio State. Ohio State is okay, like but the we Pittsburgh talk Steelers about, we, in college football. But we talking about Ohio still getting in the playoff. My people are still talking about that. And you have a team like Wisconsin right on the outside. They haven't lost at all. It's strength of schedule. I I understand that. But being in the Power Five conference, you went out. You're undefeated going into the championship game. And no no one even gives you an an opportunity, a chance. That's crazy to me. And that's one of the flaws still of this college football system is that these schedules – they didn't say, okay, we're going to pick these sorry teams at the beginning of the season. These schedules have probably been made two or three years ago. Exactly. So you have to play the teams that are in front of you. So, for example, what if what if Wisconsin would have scheduled a, a team like Florida State early this season or a team that, like, say, Texas? You know, mm-hmm. we thought that win by, uh, who was that? Did Maryland beat Texas? Maryland early this season beating Texas, that was a big win for Maryland at the time. Right, but we didn't know Texas we didn't, was going to be didn't, what they are. We, we didn't know if Texas was going to be good or not. Right. You know, they we, they were in the top 25, but we thought that was a big win. Come to find out, okay, Texas okay team. They're going to go to a bowl game this year. 
but they're not one of those powerhouses, right? So what if they, for example, Florida State. Florida State has to have a makeup game uh, from one of the hurricane games just to be bowl just, eligible this just year. Just to be bowl eligible. And they were, what, top three, top two team at the beginning of the season? Yeah, they, they stayed in the top team. 25 so long. I was like, really? Yeah, and, and so Alabama, even Alabama beating them early in the season, that's not even a quality win for Alabama beating Florida State. So what if Wisconsin would have scheduled some of the powerhouses that you think are going to be powerhouses at the beginning of the season? They beat those teams because you made that schedule two or three years ago and you go undefeated, and all of a sudden you look at, back at the schedule, well, that Florida State win is not there. Well, at the time you thought it was going to be a big game, so it's not like you had all these yeah, that's uh, cupcakes why I, that, like Mercer and Citadel on, like on That's what I'm telling you. If you go 10-0, 11-0, all the way into the championship game, and you're getting and you're in a big uh, Power 5 conference, and you get no respect, then, I mean, shame on you. Uh, shame on them I, yeah, because you're doing everything you're supposed you're to do. doing what you're supposed to do. Right? You're doing everything you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's how you get a team mad. And that's how you get to the championship game. You know, granted, Wisconsin uh, has to finish out strong uh, against Minnesota. And then, you know, the championship game against o- Ohio State. And they go in there and they may just drub Ohio State. Seriously. And then we'll and then we'll see. Then, then, yeah, then they should be in the playoffs. I mean, they want Ohio State. We know the committee wants Ohio State in there because, it, first of all, no two lost teams should ever be in the playoff. Period. Well, Auburn's probably going to get in. Exactly. Auburn, but Auburn really because Auburn because they can beat if they beat Alabama in the S, in the Iron Bowl next week, and then they go on to beat Georgia in a couple of weeks in the SEC championship game. Auburn's going to the playoffs. They're not going to keep an SEC champion out. It's just not. It won't happen. So Auburn's going to the playoffs. That's that's crazy. So that's the two loss, and that'll be the first two loss team in the college football. It, it would be. They would probably want all SEC, uh, SEC teams in the in the college playoff. That would that would just make them feel well. Fantastic. That's, the, that's the way it should be. Actually, not really. Yeah. That's, that's not really because it's been a down year for the ACC. It, it has been SEC. So don't give me that. I mean, but outside of the what 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 conferences had a great year. Chew on Mountain that. West. Chew on that. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody always talk about SEC down year and blah, blah, blah. Okay, give me – oh, because the, look at the bottom of the SEC conference. Look at the bottom of every conference. They got sorry teams at the bottom of every conference. So don't give me that. I don't hear that. How you – I don't hear that. First of all, how you schedule Mercer? We got to take a break. Nobody want to talk This about. late in the season. Because they know they got a tough game coming up against How Auburn you schedule up. Mercer? They, they wanted to give us $600,000. 56 to nothing. They, well, they should have scheduled San Diego State because that would have been a bye week. I wish they would have. Yeah, I like wish a, they would have. That would have been like a Get some of that well. Rashard Penny leading the nation in rushing. Mm-hmm. Come get some. Get some of what? What that young man did yesterday Ugh. was amazing. Ugh, Kickoff return, 100 yards yeah. for a touchdown. Punt return, hundred yard, uh, uh, 65 yards for a touchdown. And over 200 and 25 yards rushing. He'll get an invite to New York. Well, he'll lose. Well, he, he'll, he'll be number. He's, uh, he'll actually, he's number two right now. He should, no, no, I think maybe. Uh, it's Baker Bryce, Mayfield. Bryce Love. No shot. Bryce Love. No shot. Behind him. He's, out, he's outplaying him by a mile. Okay. He plays San Diego State. The competition not the same. Anyway, uh, still got more to do here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, wrapping they up played, some, they they're played Wrapping them. up some of the late games. We'll get you up to date on everything that's going on. They played Stanford. Nobody Stanford. cares. Go to break, Nick. When Stanford was go to break, Go to break, Nick. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salam, back with you on Fox Football Sunday. 
Fox Football Radio. Ephraim's mean. She's she keeps a, on passing you by, man. Just a mean person. She keeps Such on passing you Rob G, by. can I tell you what he did? Can I tell you what Ephraim just did? Let's hear it. So Ephraim's like, man, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hook you up with another one of my friends, right? I'm like, yeah, you just heard the whole conversation. I'm like, yeah, cool. He's like, no, not going to do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. You ain't going to act right. You ain't gonna... I'm like, come on, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to act right. I'm going to be right. I'm, gonna... I'm trying to get it together. I learned my lesson after you just came and chastised me for the last <laughs> 30 minutes. Like, I was a child. Like, I just went through counseling. But I understand. I get hey, it. He hit you with one of the greatest insults. I don't think it was meant to be an insult, but the way he said it was great when he said, you need to spend more time with yourself. <laughs> I think he meant something else. <laughs> I, think he, I think he meant something else. But, uh, yeah, I do need to spend more time with myself when it comes to that. But um, so what he did is during the break, he comes out and he's looking through his pictures and he just turns the phone, shows me a picture of this girl that he refuses to introduce me to. How hateful is that? How no, hateful is that? Hateful. This man is a terrorist. This man is a terrorist. That's, a, that's what you are, man. You should be beheaded. I can't, that is hateful. That is such a tease. How I, would you do something like how that? How is that hateful when I'm trying to show you what's available to you if you allow yourself open and allow love in your life? Well, you ain't allowing me to allow love in my life, man. I want You're not to. You're ready. Come You're on, master. Ready. Come on, Master, I'm ready. Young Patawa, you are not ready. Master, I am ready. No. I can do it, Master. Believe in me. You are on the dark side. All right? Help me, Master. The force is strong. Show me the way. Within you. Show me the way. We have gone off the rails now. We have gone off the rails. But that's what we do. Not your typical show. We get to do what we want to do. Yep. Uh... Sometimes, yeah, it's and about, then I get meetings about it. Well, that's, have you had? A, yeah, <laughs> hey, we all had choices. <laughs> all right, you chose to be on that side. Yep, mm-hmm. we all chose right. to be on this side. He, cool. he knows we spent it. we spent two and a half hours talking everything football. Did some college. Did all oh, of that. That's a lie. What? We did not spend two and a half hours talking football. Yes, we did. We spent at least forty minutes talking about Mike's love life. Well, that's important. <laughs> that's in, that's important. Now we're going to talk NBA. There are other that? there are other guys out there who are going through the same thing I'm going. I just want to relate to the audience. We have an audience of men out there and some women that go through relationship issues. So I just want I'm just being open. That's why they call me Open Mike. That's we're, it. We're just trying to help people. Just trying to help people. Okay. That's it. I'm letting you know that hey, even though I look perfect, even though I got a great life. And life, it looks good on the outside. I'm, you know what? Even though I'm just a chiseled Adonis of a man, you know, I'm not perfect. I have flaws in my life. I tuned out. I, I don't even know what he was saying. I, I I lost him at Adonis. Sorry. But you know who we should help? I need to help? Oh, you know who's got, like, so I look like bricks, but the guy you're talking about is throwing up bricks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, we're talking about my Lakers. And you still claim them? Yeah, I do. I, 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 I mean, if I can survive through the Sedell three years, I can survive oh. through anything. <laughs> but we're talking about Lonzo Ball mm. and uh, his inability to discover his game. And what I mean by that is, everyone has something that they're good at. 
right? You mm-hmm. get to the next level, something that you do that you're great at. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can get to the next level. You got to be great at something. Can't mm-hmm. be just good. Got to be great. Mm-hmm. Got to have a tremendous upside, especially in basketball. Guys are younger, uh, more potential-based talent. Mm-hmm. And he was said to be the second coming of Magic Johnson from Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. His words, not mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. Uh but upon arrival, it's more like tragic, Johnson. No, it's not even that. The, a, 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 a more favorable comparison would be Jason Kidd. Johnson and Johnson. Oh, Jason Kidd said, don't even put that on him. I get it. Did you it. hear Jason Kidd? Did you hear him last week? Yeah. He's like, uh uh-uh, uh, wait, hold, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, son. Uh, but but uh, look, but you look at his numbers eight points, eight assists, um, uh, eight, uh, six assists, and six rebounds. Those are on par with Jason Kidd's first year. Yeah. But okay? Jason did, I mean, but look, but listen to what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with Lonzo Ball is he makes it hard for you to like him and root for him. Not Lonzo. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. All right. He has no personality when it comes to, right? I'm going to let uh, you make well, your point because I'm going I'm to counter that. Go ahead. He has no personality okay, okay. when it comes to his uh, repartee with media, you know, after games, press conferences, any of that. He's very, <clears throat> you know, standoffish. He's very uh, – Hold on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just, go ahead. Oh, sit on I, your hands. But if you can't control yourself. No, because I don't want you to. Because that's that. That's not true, though. He ain't standoffish with the media. First of all, I have my own opinion. You can't tell me what my opinion is, and I don't I, think you're gonna find anybody that's gonna say Lonzo Ball is standoffish with the media. I think he's aloof. I don't think oh, he has okay. that much of a personality. Okay. I'll take. I'll take aloof. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. But he does have personality because we've seen his personality when he's doing something. You know, like his show with it on, on Facebook with his family. Don't watch it. Or anything else revolving around him. But when it comes to answering tough questions about why he can't do this or, or why the team did that, it, it, he just he, – he makes it tough for you to be like, oh, okay, he's just a kid trying to work his way through. Maybe he doesn't have the answers. Well, we know he doesn't have the answers. Uh, but what he doesn't have is the ability to – make his presence known in a in a basketball game. So as a starting point guard in the NBA, you have to make your you have to make yourself known. You have to be on the court and be present. And too many times he's on the court that he affects the game in zero ways, offensively and defensively. And in this NBA today, a point guard cannot do that. Point guard is the focal point of the majority of teams in the NBA. And for us to have, you know, second pick in the draft who's supposed to be, you know, the next great point guard, he isn't exhibiting that. First of all, he gets rid of the ball way too early. He'll pass the ball away just to get it back. I understand that. He's not aggressive, so he doesn't put pressure on the other team's point guard. Right? So he'll stand out and he'll shoot that shot that is it's right. not mechan- it's not mechanically sound. But he was hitting it at UCLA. Doesn't matter. Different game, different competition. Okay. UCLA, you're playing against guys that you're skyscrapering over. Mm-hmm. It's easy to make a shot when nobody's in your face, mm-hmm. right? But when you have constant pressure, guys who are great at what they do, we saw it in the first game. Patrick Beverly, great defensive point guard, on ball defender, embarrassed him, and then um, they just played the Suns. And the problem I was having is 
I'm watching the game, and he's being guarded by a, 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 literally a kid. Looks like someone's nephew's out there, uh, starting point guard for the uh, Phoenix Suns. No, no, Booker's Booker's a beast. Booker, <laughs> Booker, Booker's a beast. What's the kid's name? Huh? Eulis. Eulis. Oh, How oh, tall is Eulis? Tyler Eulis like out my of height. Kentucky. 5'11", something like that. Thank you. The fact that Lonzo Ball not one time took this young man into the post. <clears throat> He's seven inches taller than him. The fact that he not one time ran the offense from the post position. Is that him or is that Walton? It further lets me know there's a disconnect. Okay. Right? Because the first thing you do as a basketball player is if you have someone – guarding you is a physical mismatch. Mm -hmm. The first thing you do is get as close to the basket as you can. and make, That's why if a point guard has a big, point guard has a big, mm -hmm. he pulls him all the way out and blows by him. Mm -hmm. If a big guy has a, a small, he goes right to the box, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If a point guard, look what Sean Livingston does when he comes into the game for the Golden State Warriors. If the guy is an inch shorter than him, he's going right to the high post, right to the mid post, and he's going to do, shoot the turnaround jump shot. Maybe Lonzo doesn't Ball have doesn't have that. He doesn't have that in his game. Maybe. Uh, Go ahead, man. Jump oh, in there. No, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll answer. I just want to you know, do this you know, logistic stuff. Like, we got to go to this. Uh, All right, do that. We got to do bring in David Gascon. Man, you don't have to do it. I yeah, mean, well, we got to. I mean, I they go, told us. You be quick and let Ephraim get right back to it. No, we don't. We don't. Are you Take sure? your time, please. Oh, look at this. Man, he's, he's passionate right now. You're on a roll. I can I can let you go for a little bit longer if you I, want. I like to, but go ahead. Yeah, I want to go ahead. All right. Well, Bengals just beat the Broncos 20-17. to uh, Chargers just beat the Bills 54-24. How many turnovers did the Bills have in that game? A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Five picks. Yeah. Nathan Peterman, player of the game. And oh yeah. Uh, okay. Six total turnovers for forced in that game. Let's go, Chargers. Okay. God. Patriots. Go Chargers. Patriots go. Uh, lit up the Raiders 33 to 8. Brady, three touchdown passes, 339 yards passing. Go. Not bad. Brandon Cooks, 149 yards receiving and also one score. Giants, second one of the year, was in overtime over the Kansas City Chiefs, 12 to 9. Saints in overtime over the Redskins, 34-31. The Rams, 7-2, now 7-3. They got lit up in Minnesota by the Vikings, 24-7. Latavius Murray, 15 carries for 95 yards and a pair of scores. Case Keenum, 280 through the air and also one TD of his own. Ravens, they shut out the Packers. They're at 500 now at 5-5. 23-0 was the final from Green Bay. Lions escaped Chicago, 27-24. And the Jaguars... Improved to seven and three on the year. Browns over nineteen seven is the final. Wow, Ephraim, all you, Rashad Penny, two hundred twenty-two yards. Oh, why would night. you even bring that up? Ooh, why would I you? Like well, because he's on a roll, so he's no, just no, feeling no. real good well, about himself. Why would himself. you get him started on that? Man, I gave you a little matter, bit of love. I said the Giants won today. Nobody what cares. the hell, man? I don't want the I don't want the Giants to win, dude. They, what's that? They go two. Ooh, wow. You got a lot of hate. Got a lot of hate in your heart. I'm just trying to help, man. You got hate in your heart, Mike. Let it out. There's no hate. <laughs> yeah, you're taking. I shots got love. I'm trying to have, man. But anyway, I'm not gonna give. Yeah, send him that picture. Even. Yeah, if you, no. hell, if you hook me up, I'll no. let you talk the rest of the show. No. <laughs> okay, cut his mic. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, six points. Let me address. Hold on. Six points. Six rebounds. Six assists against someone five ten. Who scores fifteen points on you? Hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, he's and, not, I, he's, and, I, and I've watched him. What happens is, first of all, his defensive intensity is awful. He doesn't fight over screens. He goes under screens and gets lost. Can completely take his eye off his man, which uh, leaves him susceptible to uh, wide open layups uh, on the backdoor cut. These are things that I've I watched every game, and I'm, I'm I'm watching him because I want to see if he's making progress. Jordan Clarkson, oh, he gonna give you everything you want. Lonzo Ball, mm. he needs to get out of his feelings and get back into basketball. It's a tough game. It's not just going to come to you because your dad got a big mouth and people are telling you that you're going to be great. You have to actually be great. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Go ahead. Let me address a couple of things. First of all, I don't think the man has ever been um, bad to the media. I think he's just been kind of like, you know, not good, not great, not gregarious. He just answers questions. Nice guy. He'll answer the questions. I haven't seen him blow off the media, say anything negative to the media, so I give him that credit. I like Lonzo Ball as a person. His dad, no, I don't like him. I understand that. I told you in the beginning. Stay in your lane. Told you his dad put all this pressure, and I put all of this on LeVar Ball. Because we're talking about this man's rookie season, not even halfway through this man's rookie season, because of what his dad put him under. And I give Magic a little bit of that credit or blame, if you want to, as well, for basically saying this boy's jersey was one day going to be in the Raptors at Stable Center. That's a lot of pressure for anybody to be put on, especially if you're a rookie and you're playing for the L.A. Lakers. Secondly, let's stop talking about his demeanor on the basketball court. I hate that. You know what? Some people aren't outgoing. Some people aren't uh, in your face. Some people aren't rah, rah, rah. Some people aren't like that. Tim Duncan, I remember when he came out of Wake Forest. That was the knock on Tim Duncan. It was between him and Keith Van Horn. You remember that? You're old enough yeah, to remember that. I played and, against Keith and, and, Van so, Horn. So Tim Duncan and Keith Van Horn, and it was like, ooh, who should we draft? Should we go Tim Duncan or Keith Van Horn? And one of the knocks on Tim Duncan was, well, he he's, he's too, you know, he doesn't have a lot of emotions. He doesn't show. He doesn't seem like he has a lot of fire in him. And can we get him fired up? Well, how did that turn out? Tony Dungy on the sidelines as a head coach. Oh, Tony Dungy's too cool. He's not fiery. He's not like one of those uh, fire and brimstone type of head coach. How'd that work out for him? All right? So you don't necessarily need those type of emotions. I like those emotions, don't get me wrong. But if that's not who you are truly, don't fake it. Don't be somebody you're not. It's still early in this man's rookie season. Yes, his shot is broken. Right. The only thing I will say that I that kind of made me feel like, OK, uh, you got to work on this when they got in a little squirmish and he just kind of walked away. Yeah, that's not going to endear yourself to your teammates when you're not getting involved, at least trying to pull somebody back. So when we look at Lonzo Ball and we look at his shy and we look at everything that he has, we can talk about him facing a guy like Tyler Eulis and taking him in the post. Well, what if that's not his game? What if that's not what he, he can do? Well? As a basketball player, you that that that, that's what that he, doesn't correlate. Well, let's let's work on that. As in the a, if, if if you let's can work, shoot a jump, I mean, let's that's work just, on that in the off season. But he didn't even try though. That's the problem I'm having. He didn't even try. Okay, so if um if 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 you're a big man and they got they're packing a lane and they got three guys on you just surrounding illegal you every defense time, and they're saying okay that's well illegal defense. Just, okay even let's say let's say even in college like you know they got three men and they come and they triple you or whatever, but they're going to give you that 10-foot jumper. You're going to take it if you know you can't hit it? You're not going to take it? That's why some people are left wide open if you're a big man and they give you at 15 feet. They'll let you go. Go ahead. You want to shoot that? Shoot it. 
that might not be his game because he knows he can't make that. So let's give this guy an opportunity to grow. Yeah. And it, yes, and I understand he is. I'm, I'm not gonna call him a bust because he's not a bust. No, yet. he's not a bust. This he's not a bust year. He's first played, year. He's not the best rookie on his team. I understand that. Played sixteen games. He's uh, not a bust. Okay. So but what I'm saying is, why are we you overreacting? To, it? You you have. I'm I'm not re- overreacting. I'm saying you just went on a twenty minute diet. We need about. to see progress. He's not working on the things, man. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right? He's not working on that. Big baller brand. You're not a big baller. No, absolutely not. I have more respect for myself than that. Ooh. Let's take a break. We'll be back Uh, with you in a second. MVPs. Remember what happened when you tried to. Don't worry, I'm taking it over. You ran ran the ball out. We'll be back with your MVPs and closing words. We ain't going nowhere. That's not not good. Right after this break. You should never say break or going. Take it. Back to get a prediction for Sunday Night Football, Cowboys, Eagles, big one in the NFC East right now. It's time for our MVPs, our most valuable place. What do you think they're going to do? This is Fox Football Sunday. Here we go. MVP. All right, let's go. Most valuable plays. Lions and Bears. From the two, he's got it. Pressure comes. Stafford throws right side. Man wide open. Touchdown, Detroit Lions, Amir Abdullah. Stafford felt the pressure, stood strong, threw it out there, and there wasn't a defender within five yards of Amir. WJR 760 AM Lions Radio Network. <laughs> Ravens and Packers. Michael with Woodhead in the backfield takes the snap, lofts it inside the 10 to the 5, and it is caught. Touchdown! What a catch! Mike Wallace coming up with a ball. WBAL Ravens Radio Network. Redskins at Saints. Will Lutz caps his right foot. Morstead puts it down. Lutz has it on its way. And the Saints win. Will Lutz buries the field goal. And he's mobbed by his teammates out at midfield. WWL Saints Radio Network. Chiefs and Giants. This to win the game in overtime. Wing the hole. Giassi with the snap. It's clean. Kick on its way, and it is good. And the Giants have upset the Kansas City Chiefs in overtime, 12-9, to to earn their second win of the season. WFAN Giants Radio Network. Cardinals at Texans. Tom Savage hands off to Deontay Foreman, running to the right side, has a seat, 30, 25, 20, right side by 15, dead, five, rock and roll, touchdown, Houston. KILT 610, Texans Radio Network. <laughs> Jaguars at Browns. Kaiser drops the throw. He is going to be hit again. That ball's out again. Ngakwe hitting that time. Dante Fowler tries to fall on it. The ball is in the end zone. Jacksonville has fallen on it for a touchdown. They're not going to take that one away. Delvin Smith in the end zone for the score, and that'll finish it off. 1010XL Jaguars Radio Network. Bengals at Broncos. Dalton back to throw. Fires deep got for him. Alex Erickson. He's yeah. got it at the goal line Woo. for a Bengals touchdown. <laughs> 29 yards. Andy Dalton to Alex Erickson for his first touchdown catch in the NFL. Bengals Radio Network. <laughs> Patriots at Raiders. A third and goal to go from the five. Brady, the hand signals to Amendola to the right, along with Dorsett, takes the snap, looks left. Brady, pressure to his right, rolls, throws back of the end Ooh. zone, touchdown, Danny Amendola, who heaves the ball high to the stand. 
WBZ-FM and the Patriots Radio Network. <laughs> Bills and Chargers. And here come the Chargers. Ingram takes the corner. Hit as he throws. Intercepted. Trey Boston with the third interception of the game. And here he is returning it to the 50. Now 45 before he's dragged down. Boy, did he hit Peterman hard as he was trying to let that one go. Chargers Radio, KFI AM 640. <laughs> Rams and Vikings. Keenum takes the snap. Big blitz by the Rams. So Keenum passes left. Caught by Thielen. 50, 40, 30. And it's loose. Touchdown. Just shot a dagger right through the heart of his former team. It's a 65-yard touchdown. K-Fan Minneapolis and the Vikings Radio Network. <laughs> Buccaneers and Dolphins. Brown ball is going to throw the lateral to the right side. Jarvis Landry, he's dangerous. He spins the ball around. It's up in the air. It's going to be a one-bouncer to the 10-yard line, running for his life back to the 15, to the 5-yard line. An exchange, and the ball to the end zone. Double by the Buccaneers. We have a touchdown, I believe. The officials indicate touchdown Tampa Bay. How about that to finish the ball game? 98 Rock in the Buccaneers Radio Network. The most valuable plays. That a way to finish. This is Fox Football Sunday. Back on uh, Fox Football Sunday. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon with you. Uh, Nathan Peterman after the game, throwing five interceptions in the first half of his <laughs> NFL debut. He said, I didn't play very well. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, when those things start happening, I've got to let it go. Uh, trust God and trust in a higher power. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, son, if you're listening, <laughs> you might want to do something else. Uh, son, I did not give you those abilities. <laughs> Goodness. Now, granted, his offensive line didn't help him out at all. No, they didn't. But I mean, he was under duress. Tyrod Taylor plays behind that line, too, though. That's true. He Honestly. instantly came in and uh, got him some offense, got him 24 points. Um, he wow. also said, Coach always says, you never lose, you learn. Uh, No, you lost. Yeah, you lost. You, you lost. learned you ain't ready. You didn't learn that from us. Player. Sunday night okay. football tonight, man. Big win in the NFC. Oh, it's going to be a huge game. Cowboys-Eagles. Huge game. Okay. What you thinking? I'm thinking uh, Eagles. I really believe in the Eagles, man. I mean, I don't, you know. Still I, don't I, I do, too. Um, I, And I'm just, you know, I'm disappointed in, in, in Dallas uh, and them not preparing uh, their roster for this. Uh, but they got Zeke. Why would you play anybody else when you got Zeke? Yeah, right? because you knew he was going to be suspended. See, Jerry Jones, that's that ego mm-hmm. when you don't think you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. And you end up losing, so you're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, this offense was pretty much predicated on staying on schedule, first and second down. When you take that away, you put a lot more pressure on Dak Prescott. He can handle pressure. He's shown that in his short, brief career. But when you build it, when you build a team around a special player um, and that player is gone, then you, 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 you stumble a little bit. And this is not the right time for them to, to be faltering. Hey, man. Can I get that number for real? No. Nah. Hey, if you guys haven't gone out and saw Ham, uh, seen Hamilton, go see it. It's, it's tremendous. Yeah, and unbelievable. If you, and if you're able to shut down a Louboutin store like he did for his wife the other day, boy, you were just amazing. We all have choices, man. Player. Can I please get that number? We all have real? choices. We'll talk again next week. You make me sick. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.